All right. We're live because I don't have time to wait for you. Is what you? I hope we're live. We are live. We're live on the rant. rant Rantiumradio.com. Facebook.com slash Wizards Podcast if you're watching and listening live. Thanks for joining us tonight. Episode 528 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Tony unfortunately survived vacation, so he's back with us. Yay! Uh, it's me and Kevin again. We will not have uh, as amazing as a show as last week because Tony's back, but it'll still be good. See, this is why Tony leaves. I know. Well, you know what, Kevin? <laughs> we talked about it. He was fucking texting us throughout the whole That's true. start of the show. Just fucking call in. Just call show. in. Just call the in. The whole start of the show. That's yeah, right. the whole show. Did you ask him about this? Did you ask him about this? Did you do this? Did you do that? You should talk you about this. you fucking broke my horns on vacation. Hey, guess what? I need picks for four fucking pay-per-views today. Pronto, get on that shit. There were a lot of picks. And I'm, put, I'm at the zoo. He puts, take it to the zoo, Rock. <laughs> well, yeah, I figured you would get the reference. I did. And I was like, you asshole, you're making me feel like a dick. And I'm laughing at the same time. How was the zoo? Yeah, tell us about the zoo. The zoo was awesome. It took 45 minutes to park, a half an hour to walk through it, and another 10 minutes to fucking leave. It was great. How What zoo did you go to? Cape May. Okay. I always, Any time I go on vacation, I always go to a zoo. Mm. I love the zoo. I love zoos. I'm really like a zoo nerd. Zoo. So what's your... All right. So I feel like this is really good opening stuff for the show. <laughs> so I feel like we should do it and then come back and talk about what Matt's favorite zoo exhibits are. Oh. Not cats, though, obviously. I do enjoy the cats at the zoo. The big cats. Oh, yeah, the big cats. The Ernie, the Ernie Lads, if you will. No, no, I don't want an Ernie Lad in my house. Oh, the big cats. You know how much an Ernie Lad eats? He's worse than a, a child. Oh, he's depends. stealing money from him, Bundy. He's a so, big... you're saying that he, so you're saying that he's worse than a lad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right, episode well, 528 of The Shining Wizard starts right now the following is a presentation of the shining wizards network broadcasting live on rantiumradio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at shiningwizards.com follow us on social media at wizards podcast check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com do your amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com and become a patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizards podcast as always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. This is Rob Van Dam. The whole effing show. As if you didn't know, you're listening to the Shining Wizards podcast. What's up, fuckers? I love the big package. And he's got those smelly balls. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Fucking loser. Fuck the Shining Wizards. are listening to episode 528 of the Shining Wizards podcast. The one and only Busted Opens, Dave LaGreca, joins us tonight. We're talking all things Mania. We're talking all things NXT Stand and Deliver. We're talking all kinds of shit, including the Hall of Fame and all those other stuff that happened in the world of wrestling this week. 
We are talking to you live on the rant, rantdmrito.com. We're talking to you on the Shining Wizards Network. Don't forget about our boys. And joining you on the face face live and in color. You can see us. We look good. And if you're joining us in podcast form, we love you just as much. Hit them downloads. Hit the likes. Hit the subscribes. Five-star reviews. All that happy horse shit. But before we move on, it's wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Boys, what's going on? How you been? I missed you guys last week. I am large and in charge. No, large is true. Kevin's got to turn your mic on. Turn my mic on. Sure got to turn my mic on. We didn't do the name game. Oh, Matt. Tony. Fuck. LaGreca. <laughs> Tony, how was your vacation, buddy? My vacation was awesome, dude. I had some good times. What's we so missed fun? you. Laughing? No, we didn't. Well, who didn't miss me? You didn't miss me? For real? Who? Me? Yeah. No. Yeah, you. What are we doing? A cookie jar game? Nah, me and Kevin had a great time last week. We had Michael Bennett. We had a great show. Great interview, by the way. Oh. Unbelievable interview. Mike Bennett's a great guest. Kev, would you say top five? Easily top five. Might be top three how do i why can i not share this video uh <laughs> oh, here we go. um so vacation was good tony you are fully vaccinated tony i am fully vaccinated kevin fully vaccinated i'm, I'm the og and uh, it knocked the fuck out of me dude yeah <laughs> that second shot we ain't nothing to fuck with you and me Ooh, both Lord. My wife, my wife got it worse than me. She had a fucking fever yesterday. It was a rough. Yeah, but you guys are okay now. You all pulled pulled the nose up. Everything's good. Everyone's good today. She woke up. She was like a completely different person. I had yep. a little headache, but that's because I lost my appetite all day yesterday. Uh, so I needed to get some food in me, and uh, I did that. And uh, now we're rocking and rolling. Oh, awesome! All right. So if you listen to the to the I guess the cold open, the pre-show, if you will. Well. You were- we were talking about the zoo. Oh yeah. And now I'm very curious to find out what Matt's go-to exhibits are at the zoo. Like when you go to the zoo, Tony, you actually went to the zoo recently, so we'll circle back to you. But I feel like this is a really hot open. Matt, what's your favorite thing to look at at the zoo? I like the gorillas and the monkeys. All right. And I like the big cats. I'm a big cat guy. Big cat guy. Now we're we talking Ernest Miller. We're we talking Ernie Ladd. Did you notice that all the wrestlers named cats were Ernest's or Ernie's? That's weird. Uh, I like the Bengals. I like the Tigers. I like mm. the Leopards. I like the Panthers. Lots of them there. Lots of Tigers. Lots of uh, they had bears too, dude. These brown yeah. bears. They were awesome. So yeah. Tony, did you see any T donks in the wild? Donkeys. No donkeys, but they allow the peacocks to run around, which is apropos because of the, uh, you know, the peacock network, I guess. Oh, God, don't get, don't, don't you freaking dare. The, the, the most beautiful peacock of them all with all the feathers and everything. Yeah, that son of a bitch was jumping on rooftops of the buildings. That shit was like 12 feet in the air. How do they do it? I don't know. I don't know. Well, they got wings. They're all over the place, man. The monkeys were awesome, dude. Anything that acts like us that can swing from the trees has got fucking hands for feet, I'm down, bro. That's some good shit. Well, welcome back, Tony. Thanks, dude. Happy to be here. I like the uh, I like the uh, tunage over there, T-Donk. I like it. It's a good call. I'm on top of that shit, bro. I'm a big uh, seal guy. Like, I like to see the, the thing swimming in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant, like, I believe I could fly. 
That's not that's R. Kelly, dude. Seal is Kiss from a Rose. Right or crazy. Get your shit right. Oh, like no, 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 that's he's in a W. That's a WWE Hall of Famer right there. Ozzy Osbourne. Seals in the Hall of Fame? No, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, it's from the Batman soundtrack, I think. Yeah, Kiss from a Rose. Yeah, great tune. Yeah, so's Bat Dance. <laughs> no, the Watusi, right? Batusi. The Batusi. Oh boy. The Batusi? That's what it's called, right? Yeah. yeah. From the old, from the original, from like the Adam West vehicle. Of course. That's right. Great start, boys. Yeah, hot start. <laughs> well, David Greco is joining us from Busted Open Radio. We're going to talk about NXT Stand and Deliver, WrestleMania. Easily the greatest week in professional wrestling, WrestleMania. Did you got how, how did you guys feel about WrestleMania week? It's a lot to digest, my friend. It's uh it's a whole lot. And then you include the other shows that are still going on, even though you know, WWE literally took up if you include the Hall of Fame, literally took up what on every single night, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Sunday yeah. and Monday, and Monday off, and of course Raw. So it's literally so much to digest. There's not enough time to to watch it all unless you're a psychopath. If you had to, from Friday to Sunday, how many hours of wrestling do you think you watched? Well, I watched all of NXT. I watched all of Mania. I watched both Hall of Fames. I wanted to get in Hardcore Justice yesterday. I didn't get a chance to watch it all. I watched the first couple of matches. Um, that's pretty much, I, I think I watched some of AEW actually, now that I think about it. Um, but I don't even, dude, I don't even know if I watched the entire AEW show. So uh, dude, a lot, a lot overwhelming. Yeah. It's a lot. T-Donk, how much, how many hours wrestling you think you got in this weekend? I 35 not, minutes. I no, actually, I actually did quite well. I watched all of mania Saturday and Sunday. I watched the Walter and Ciampa match and the, uh, Raquel and Io Shirai matches from uh, Stand and Deliver. Um, I watched uh, NWA Power because that's my jam. No MLW this week, so I lucked out on that. I think it was a best of week this week. Oh, Matt's making faces. (laughs) Yeah, it was. No, you. I mean, you weren't here last week talking about Jacob Fatu and uh, Calvin Tankman. Hell of a show. Yes, it was a good showing. I thought it was a good showing. And Justice went up twice. So it was like, oh, is Tankman going to win? And it's kind of like, unfortunately, he didn't. Uh, And I'm okay with no MLW this week because it was a loaded, loaded week. Did you guys watch Broken Skull Sessions with the Jericho? Yes. Yes. No, I I did not. Did you catch it? I did. I watched it this afternoon. I watched Broken Skull today. I watched NWA Power, and I watched uh, Ring of Honor TV today. So what did you uh, take away from the Jericho interview? I thought it was great. Um you know, it was nothing, uh, nothing groundbreaking, really. No, and and I mean, going into it, it was over two hours, and most of the two hours was talking about his career pre AEW. But they got into they got into a bit going to New Japan, having the match with uh, Okada, uh, having a match with Omega and Okada, and then they were trying to build for Naito, and um, and then the whole thing with AEW, like even with the starting pay per view with All In. You know, so they kind of went into all that. I mean, it wasn't like 45 minutes on that stuff, but they they talked about it and they went into it a little bit. So, you know, yeah, I, I don't 
and they showed that picture of Jericho with the AEW World Championship, and they talked about how the the show came to be, the Broken Skull session. So it was it was cool, and it was it was also neat hearing like Jericho actually get the passion back, you know, for wrestling because he said for a while like he wasn't into it, he he felt burnt out, and he managed to get back in. And then, of course, they talked about, like, the freedom that he had in New Japan where he asked Kenny Omega, like, who do I need to run this idea by? He's like, what are you talking about, dude? He's like, just go do it. So he found, found great freedom in that. And, and the way he came up with, like, you know, having the six stars to get AEW started. And, like, he talked about how he was the name and he was the person that they were banking on to bring people in. But then everything branched out from there and you had more and more people building up. So it, it was interesting getting his perspective of it being in there from, you know, from the ground. So. Good stuff. Yeah, definitely worth watching. Uh, but it, there wasn't anything where like they divulge like these super secret. You know, it's not. It's not. There's not nothing there that Jericho's never not talked about. Yeah. Ooh, look at this handsome fella. What's up, boys? Mister Lagreca, how are you? What's going on, Dave? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, man. Are you? Uh, how nice exhausted shirt. are you? How exhausted are you from a uh, mania week, buddy? I'm hungover. Not a boy. You didn't sound hungover today on uh, on the air. I was hungover today on the air. No shit. God bless you, you beautiful bastard. I got to tell you, Dave. I finally uh, I got something like in January. I used to have a Sirius XM, and then January they're like, "Oh, sign up for like three years for like a hundred bucks." I was all in. I fucking love, I don't get to listen to Busted Open every day, but it's usually on my way to work. I'll listen to like half an hour, 45 minutes. You guys are awesome. Um, I feel like you guys have taken the reins. There's a lot more cursing on Busted Open than there ever was, uh, which is, I mean, but it's wrestling. Like that's the lingo that, that is used in the wrestling business. And you guys are awesome. But you and Bully Ray today were awesome. Mark Henry's awesome. Uh, Tommy's great. Uh, you guys are just killing it over there. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Uh, and then, you know, if you're too cheap for SiriusXM, you always have the podcast, podcast you can subscribe to, and you know it's free. So, <laughs> yeah, and you guys have the brand new Masterclass podcast that's dropping every Sunday. There was a great clip you guys played today of Mark Henry uh, talking about how he wanted to retire after he had uh, shoulder surgery, and Chris Benoit called him up and said, "What the fuck are you doing?" We got to have this fucking match. Let's go. It's awesome. Uh, and that's free too. the Masterclass podcast. So you can check that out a little behind the scenes. Look from uh, from Dave and Mark and Tommy and Bully Ray. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I'm excited about that. So technically seven days are busted open now because of the podcast that drops on Sunday. So so we have the daily podcast and we're going to be doing two exclusive shows a week that you can only get on the Busted Open podcast. So that's uh, available on Apple and Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. And uh, not to mention, you know, the YouTube channel that you and your brother have now uh, forged, and it's going great. The shows are fantastic, even though Don's been kind of absent for a little while, but he's been back for for a little bit. It's a yeah, great show. We, we kind of like, put that on hi- hiatus for a couple weeks, but we're going to go back doing it uh, in a few more weeks. And... That's, you know, it's outside of our kind of like what we normally do, like my right. Don with sports and me with wrestling. So we talk music and we talk movies and stuff like that. So it's something that's a, a little bit different. 
Yeah, Dave, it's it's, abs- it's it's absolutely great, and uh, it's uh, if you haven't checked it out, please check it out. Subscribe to the to the YouTube page because it's absolutely amazing. Didn't you guys just do something with Don Jameson? Oh yeah, my brother did with uh, with Jameson, which was yeah. I thought was really really cool. Yeah, he was on his show, so that was awesome. Yeah, he's a heck of a guy. Yeah, <clears throat> Dave, what was your uh, what was your poison yesterday? A lot of daddy sodas. Yeah, I was doing this. Uh, my wife went back to like Wallington um, and bought like a whole bunch of Polish beer. So it was like all these different Polish beers. So I started drinking them at the party. So like one o'clock and then, you know, just between that and, and like, you know, the wings and all that shit, like just all day long into mania and stuff like that. I was all gacked up this morning. So it was all good. <laughs> I saw the green cup. Is hair of the dog, or we're just doing water now? No, no, this is just water, man. It's just, just, just trying to cleanse the system, you know. I hear you. I hear you. I got, I got my. We were talking before. I got my second COVID shot the other day, uh, so I'm just doing water because I just stopped feeling like shit about three hours ago. So I'm not, I'm not pushing the envelope here. When, when did you get your second shot? Saturday. That shit. It's a Saturday, man. That's. So was it what 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 Pfizer? No, Moder- or- Mo- Mo- Moderna. Moderna. Yeah, funky cold Moderna. So uh, <laughs> I was good. Saturday, I was good. Sunday, when I woke up, I felt like I got hit by a fucking truck. Um, but uh, but I like I wasn't as bad. My wife had like a fever. She had the chills. Like she was a wreck. I just had like a headache and I was tired. But I lost my appetite too. So when I woke up today, I had a little bit of a headache, but that's because, uh, I'm a fat guy and I didn't eat. So I had to get some food. Don't laugh. I, you know what? I lost out on the Dave LaGreca shirts. He gave Tony one that fit him. He gave Kevin one that fit him. He gave me a three XL bro. Didn't you ask for a three XL? what? Come on. I'm not that fucking big. God damn it. <laughs> no, you know what, dude? I was all set to give you another. I got it. I got him right here, dude. I got him right here in this box back here. So I was hoping, like the next, look at I got my shining wizard. Oh, looking good. I was I was hoping that you know the next time you did like your anniversary show, but like you, st- I guess you stopped doing your anniversary shows, or either that, or you just didn't invite me. You there know? was a there was a pandemic last year, Dave. We didn't do an anniversary <laughs> show. <laughs> so like you guys do it all separate now. You don't get together to do the show. You still do the whole Zoom thing. Yep. Yeah, probably not too much longer. We have to see what's going to happen. Uh, we have we've all been we've we're all vaccinated now, all three of us. So, so uh, I think we're going to uh, try in the near future. We're going to try and get together and start doing them again. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that my family got the shots too before I decided to 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 go back out in the world. But I've, but I've been I've been I've been fully vaccinated since February, so I've been going out, been doing my thing a little bit. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, I I uh, I'm getting my second shot the 26th and then i'm doing it because i gotta fly out for that thunder rosa stuff at the end of that week oh yeah dave to what Texas, are you, uh... so oh, we're gonna dive into that trust me yeah what do you what are you thinking there dave why uh i mean she's gonna beat the shit out of you dude hey, dave well, I'm this hoping, I'm, but now maybe you know like i won't feel good you know because you're saying <laughs> to me now like you're feeling the effects like a couple of days after shot. I'm getting it the 26th, and I'm flying out the 30th. I'm flying out, uh, so maybe I won't. You know, who knows? No, you'll uh, you'll be good by the 30th, bud. I hate I hate to break it to you. This isn't on me though. This is all like 
on her, to be honest. <laughs> like wow. I, I, got, I, I, I don't want to like cause any more drama between her and I, but like this is all like on her end. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Not on mine at all. Because if you listen to the show, which I know you guys do, like I've been a big supporter of Thunder Rosa for a long time, like right. long before like all the AEW stuff, before mm-hmm. like it became cool to, to, to be a Thunder Rosa fan. I was all over that. So like I got like a couple of Thunder Rosa shirts to support, you know? So like I sent her a Dave LaGreca girl shirt. You know, and then she was like, she sent me a message and she was all about it. And she was like, I'm going to wear this on Dynamite or the NWA pay-per-view. And then that was, she sent that in a text message. I think I got it somewhere. And then she came on the air and said it again. She's like, I'm going to either wear it on AEW Dynamite or on the NWA pay-per-view. She said that on the air. Uh-oh. And then I watched AEW Diamond. She was on, no LaGreca shirt. <laughs> and then the NWA pay-per-view, she was on, and no LaGreca shirt. So, like, that couple Fridays ago, it was only like a couple Fridays. This hasn't been going on for a long time. A couple Fridays ago, like, I kind of, you know, aired my grievances about it. And then she got on, she called in, made a big stink. And next thing I know, before the show's even over... There's like this whole big to do. And then, and then like, I was like, I can't do it. My wife's not going to let me leave the house like without getting back. Cause I didn't, ba- ba- I didn't even have an appointment to get vaccinated. All of a sudden, all these people reach out to me. I got it in. So <laughs> here we are. Like, here we are, you know? So. You seem to be airing quite a lot of grievances lately. And it seems like you're making people are putting you on a list that they just want to check you off of. Like, you know, uh, what was that? Billy Madison style or yeah, Billy Madison style. Yep. And I, I don't get it. Cause like, I've been, I've been like nice to everybody. Bully always accused me of chasing a hug. And then like, all right, I'm going to get back. I'm not going to chase the, the hug as much. And then all of a sudden people just like are calling me out left and right. Cody. Um, Thunder Rosa and now Sammy Callahan's all jumping on the bandwagon, trying to make a name for themselves off my hard work. I mean, I don't, I don't really know Cody. He got all butthurt over the the Star Wars nonsense, though. Ridiculous, Ridiculous. right? That's silly. Ridiculous, silly, silliness. I don't know what Sammy Callahan's problem is with you. I guess I missed that this morning. Yeah, at the party, he like sent a video in that he wants to kick my ass. Well, I don't that understand. That's it. like a jock. No, like, no, I don't no. understand. What did you do to Sammy Callahan? You've been nothing but supportive of Impact and Sammy Callahan. You know what? I got your back, Dave. If you need a tag, I mean, I know you have a bunch of Hall of Famers around you, but if you need a tag partner, you know, I can do the J-O-B for you on the PPV. Well, I appreciate that. His, his, I think it stems from him and I had it out like a few years ago. This is going back like almost four years ago. Because he came on the show and he wasn't aware that we were actually like a show show, like on Sirius XM. He thought it was like just a podcast. And I like was like, dude, what, like we're on Sirius XM. It's not like a po- nothing against podcasts. I love podcasts, obviously. And so now that we're on a podcast, like now he's like, well, you went off on me about not being a podcast. And now you're a podcast. So I think that's where it comes from. But you're right. I've been a big supporter of him, Impact. 
well, him and I did a show together on the Jericho cruise. So now, like, all the hate is coming out for whatever reason. Didn't yeah, he but- steal your shoes? Yeah, he he's, he took my shoes like 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 it was scared straight, you know. <laughs> like well, I was like a great like I was like a freshman in high school, scared straight or something. What kind of person steals another man's shoes? A rotten person. Clearly, what the fuck? I had that happened to me scared when I I went to school high school in Patterson, New Jersey, and like scared straight came to my school and like the guy took my shoes then too. So it was kind of like flashbacks of like 1989 all over again of some convict taking my shoes. Wait, wait, wait. You, were, you weren't at Free Mr. Clark East Side in Patterson, were you? No, no. I went to Don Bosco Tech. Okay. All right. But not See, far from East Side. But Joe Clark was like at the same time as yeah. when I was in high school. It was the whole Joe Clark stuff. Fun fact. Joe Clark lives, lived in the street directly across from me. Oh, get out of here, really? And in, in West Orange, New Jersey. Joe Clark lived on a private road in uh in West Orange. So so that's where that's a little fun little fact for you there. I, but I feel like like do you ever see like the shoes that get like strung on the like the tele- telephone pole? I feel like those are all your shoes. <laughs> well, I mean, I've only had two pairs taken from me, but it's possible. But the the story's gotta be similar. Like who takes another man's shoes? I'll tell you who. The guy who throws them up on the power lines. That's yeah, or some. just a guy who needs a pair of shoes. Oh, God damn it, Dave. That's a great point. <laughs> look, I've never had. Look, he's Sammy Callahan's a dirtbag. He spits all over himself. We've seen him. He takes shoes. I don't like it. Dave, I'm on Team Dave. I don't care. I'll no, take, of course, we're all on Team Dave. I'm, not, I'm a big Sammy. I'm actually a really big Sammy Callahan fan. Yeah. Huge Sammy Callahan fan. And he always seems to be doing something important. Like right now, like it's stuff with Trey Miguel right now is just so unique and so cool to, uh, to, to see them kind of working together. Are they together? Does, does, does Trey Miguel hate Sammy Callahan? Does Sammy Call- is Sammy Callahan just trying to teach Trey Miguel? It's, uh, it's definitely something cool. And the, key, and the fact that Sammy Callahan continues to keep himself relevant is just, to me, is just incredible. No, he's un- he's underrated. So, yeah. how you guys doing with doing the Zoom thing and not like being to say any uh, drop offs? Is it better, easier, what? Uh, it took a little while for us to get get our bearings in terms of there being like a delay and us not talking over each other. Uh, but it is fun with the Zoom because now the guest we get to see our guest. Uh, the guest gets to see us. Um, so I, it I think it's f- for the. For what's going on, it is it is helping us. It helps, you know, we're live on Facebook right now so people can watch uh, and see what we're doing. So uh, it took us a little time to get our feet under us, but I think it's going well. Yeah, and I, I think Tony would agree. And uh, that the interaction, the live interaction that we could have with people is better. Uh, the interaction with the guests live is better. Um, however, you know, the talking over each other, the delay that might be there still is truly get over and tony could probably speak uh, a little bit more to that and his own opinions as well yeah it all, it all depends on the guests too like we had uh we had uh, uh peanut head what the hell's his name tombstone teddy jesus long. who no Ted, well, teddy long oh when teddy long first started with us we couldn't hear him for like 15 minutes but then he moved to a different room and everything was cool so it's kind of like depends on the guest depends on where they are like We've talked to people in hotel rooms, and sometimes the hotel has great Wi-Fi, and sometimes not so much. So yeah. you kind of have to work with it. The only thing that we were talking about is once we start getting back together, 
we want to incorporate more video in the show. So then it's going to become a thing like, well, if we have a guest, can we feed something from, from, you know, the three of us being together as well as the guest on zoom. So there's going to be other little things when we start getting back to what we used to do. But uh, I think do like this whole thing out of everything, uh, the video uh, part of it has just become a godsend because now we've gotten better at it. We know how to work around it. We just to incorporate it once we're back together is the next step. So. Yeah, it's going to change a lot of things, but I think too, for the positive, like you said, not doing stuff on the phone, being able to see the guests. It's cool. Yeah, you I mean, guys are still uh, doing things over like uh, the video, right? Yeah, I mean, we we do the video. I know for for us, it's it's easier actually right. than being in the studio and stuff like that. So, and I moved during the pandemic, so like I'm pretty far from the city now. So I'm probably gonna do it this way, you know, moving forward. Like maybe I'll just go into the city like once in a blue moon if there's like a a big name guest, but I don't even know if that's going to happen. Like, I think like guests, like, I, I think there's not going to be those big media tours anymore. They're going to do it from home. Like, like we're doing right now. I think it's going to be a completely different world on the other side. See, you bring up a great point with that. And this is kind of like, is a question that I've always kind of asked, even with, with sports and stuff like that. Like, but to me, like, I know that the announcers might not, or the commentators might not be going to, you know, away games or this and that, but to me, yeah. there's something there's something that you're going to miss with that because the presentation of like a sporting event or like a baseball game, like you, I want to see the commentators there, like in front of the field. Like, I want to see that. And I think that, that, that contributes to viewership. I could be crazy with that, but I feel like that is very, very important to why people watch games. Yeah. I, I, there's a, a certain element that I think, because now that they, like a lot of companies know that they could save money right. by doing it this way, like why why are we gonna like fly all these people out to cover an away game when we could just have them here and just do it via you know like what we've been doing during the pandemic? I could see that I could see that happen. I hope it doesn't, but I could see that happening for sure. Yeah, I just I would just hate that so much just because like I said like the presentation like I don't want to see like with all due respect to like I'm a Yankees fan so okay. Right. I don't like, with all the respect, I don't want to see him sitting in his basement calling a baseball game. Like I'd rather see him uh, or actually I think that was Paul O'Neill that was doing that for a while. I'd, I want to see him at the stadium. I want to see, uh, you know, you know, Mark Jackson. I want to see Hubie Brown. Like I want to see these guys at the games. And it's just to me that contributes to the presentation and contributes to to possibly, you know, more viewership. I don't know. That's just me. I don't know. We'll I think that might be a way to help the economy too when we get back is a lot of these companies saving money yeah. that way. And then, and then, and then maybe a couple of years or a few years down the road, it could get back to normal again. True. Sorry. I didn't mean to sidetrack the conversation. Not no, at not, not at all, Dave, please. Jesus. You're like the fourth, you're like the unofficial wizard. <laughs> so, so much. In fact, that I did a list of, top five non wrestling guests or celebrity guests that we've had on the show. And I couldn't even include you because your family, it was oh, like, you. Wow. that's nice. It was that, like you, it was like you and Kevin Gill. I couldn't even include. Cause like, cause obviously you'd be number one. So like, I couldn't Kevin include Gill's you. A good dude. No, thanks man. I appreciate that dude. I miss being in there with you drinking. Oh, well, don't worry. No it's going to, it, it'll have, <laughs> once the world opens up, it's going down. 
Yeah, it's going down. I'm wondering when the world opens up, are they? Are, is it going to be like where people are like, I can't wait to go do shit again? Or are people going to be like, you know, I'm kind of used to being home. Like, I don't feel like leaving my house. I think you're going to get half and half. I mean, take a look at WrestleMania over the weekend. They sold out both shows tw- at 25,000 on like very short notice. So this Yeah, and bad weather to too. Yeah, and they and they sat through a 45-minute rain delay anyway. They didn't care. Like, you're just going to have that group that can't wait to get back out there. So life goes on. And the fans still tried to hijack the show. <laughs> like, oh, all God. this shit about, our oh, baby fans will be down, man. We're going to do our thing. No, they were super jacked up to be there. How did you like yeah. WrestleMania, Dave? I really, I really, really liked night number one. Uh, night number two was a little bit weak, but the main event was fantastic. Yep. So um, all around, like it's hard to complain. I think I think the lack of storytelling on Raw um, really hurt some of the matches on night number two, especially Asuka and Rhea Ripley. Like the fans really weren't emotionally invested in that match because they never built Rhea's personality on Raw, and they did. They, there was no story. And, so, and on, on top of that, they haven't done shit with Asuka for like for like what forever like months. She's yeah. Just- she just got a belt, and that was it. It was really strange booking on that end. Yeah, I, but but um, but the main event last night was was off the chain. I thought oh, that yeah. was great, and then Bianca and Sasha was fantastic as well. So there were some really really good matches. Uh, I like the two night format. I love it. I, I I hope they don't. It seems like they are going to go back to the one night start next year. Yeah. Uh, but man, I dig like splitting it up like three and a half hours, three and a half hours instead of having this like seven, seven and a half hour marathon. I, I, I like the two night split. Were were you taken aback that they they despite the fact that they have two nights, that they still had to include matches on SmackDown that normally would have been on WrestleMania, like the Andre the Giant battle uh, battle royal? Like couldn't they couldn't they put that on one of the nights? I mean, I guess they could have. I mean, there's probably a match or two that you could probably take it off, right? Um, I felt bad for, like, Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler, man. Yeah. They, yeah. Those guys bust their yeah. ass, and then they become champions, and they don't even have a match at WrestleMania, yeah. you know? But, you know, Nia and Shayna find a way to be on every single show. Um, <laughs> um, Twi- they were on f- – fucking the women's tag teams were all over the two nights. You couldn't find a spot for Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. I know Bully Ray was – Super hot about that this morning on Busted Open. And he's right. I mean, fucking Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode, you can't find a spot for them on WrestleMania. Come on. He probably could have cut down one of the matches. You know, like the tag match last night was, you know, over 15 minutes long. He probably could have cut back a little bit on that. Would have been fine. Though I will say I'm, I was really rooting hard for Tamina and Natalia to win the tag titles. Yeah. But I was glad that Tamina kind of had that WrestleMania moment night one doing the Superfly Leap you know, and getting the victory. I thought that was pretty, pretty cool, but I would have liked to have seen them win the tag titles last night. I think we were all rooting for them, but just like you said before story, it just wasn't enough for them to to get there yet. And just for a WrestleMania moment for WrestleMania moment's sake, maybe it wasn't the best move then. Cause especially you have Nia and Shayna that are just, they're not, all right, let's be honest. They're, they're not like the greatest team ever, but they're, their names and their stars. And, I feel like that kind of precluded Natty and Tamina from getting what everyone kind of wanted to have happen. Yeah, I just wish Nia and Shayna would 
break up because I think they would be better off on their own than yeah. together. It just doesn't really mesh for me, but that's just me. I mean, some people must enjoy it because their reign uh, continues. So, were, uh, Dave, were you surprised as the rest of us to see Bobby Lashley retain? Um, no, I, I, I mean, I actually thought Lashley was going to retain. I, I didn't think Drew was going to get the title back. I think it was cool to have him in that moment in front of fans because, man, what a tough job McIntyre had. You know, you know his title range were in front of zero crowd. That had to be so yeah. rough. You know, get his WrestleMania moment beating Brock in front of no fans. But I think he'll get his time again. But I think it was too soon to take the title off of Lashley. And yeah. then they broke up the Hurt Business. If they would have taken the title off of Lashley – then it would have been like, why did you ever break up the Hurt Business to begin with? I'm still sore about that. So, oh my. Yeah, I mean, but um, I, I no, I'm not surprised. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that that was like the first match. So the first, you know, the first guy to really come out was McIntyre. So I thought that was kind of a cool moment for him. Was there anything on the show that, or both shows, that truly did surprise you? Where you're just like, whoa, didn't see that coming. Um, yeah, how good Bad Bunny was. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, dude, you're right. Seriously, he was great, you know. And and um, I thought I thought that was fan. That was like a really surprise. But as far as like shocks or surprises, there really wasn't one. I thought we were gonna get one in that in the Owen and not the Owens the uh, Orton Fiend match. Oh, like when those lights went out, I'm like, oh my god, who's gonna be in the ring? And then it went on forever. It's like staying dark. I'm like, oh my god. Is it going to be the Undertaker? Like, who's who's coming uh, back? And then it was like nothing. It was just empty or like empty ring. I was like, oh my god, that's so bad. Yeah. Uh, to me, I think the biggest. See, I don't even know if this is a surprise or not or a shock, but like the fact that Sheamus won the United States Championship. I mean, he's kind of earned it, I guess, because his work has been incredible and, and he's had a a heck of a run during this pandemic era. But to me, seeing that happen kind of kind of didn't throw me for a loop, but kind of was like, hmm, all right. Yeah, it was just really getting into Riddle's, you know, character and everything. Not that he's going anywhere, but like, but I think it's kind of that Sheamus has had such a great year and he's kind of been like an MVP yeah. with all these matches he's had, like you said, during the pandemic. I think that was kind of like a tip of the cap for him, especially since he's added a main event picture to to give him a title like the U.S. championship. Um, and, you know, he's reigned before as U.S. champion. But I think that's, that's going to be a great feud between him and Riddle because both those guys are stiff as hell, and they're both so physical in the ring. So that this is going to be really cool. And I'm wondering if they're going to do something funky tonight on Raw, like a rematch or something like that. That could be cool. Sure. I, I, do, I do like, to go to Kevin's point, Sheamus and McIntyre have been battling for the past couple of months and their matches have been nothing but great. Like the two of them just been hanging and banging and beating aside from that goofy finish where they went head to head with the steps that one on that one. episode. That, that was a fart in church, but everything else, like just the roughness and the beating the hell out of each other and and all that. I want to pivot back to bad bunny. Where do you rate bad bunny on the celebrity match list? Do you think that 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 he may have been the greatest ever, or do you put him near the top? What, what do you rank him? Well, uh, are we? I'm gonna I'm gonna exclude uh, Pat McAfee because Pat McAfee, professional athlete, like 
Like I'm going to take him out of the equation. So if, would you? If we're keeping it. Go ahead. So would you exclude Lawrence Taylor as well? It's a good. Yeah, I I probably would. All right, then you know what? Then I'll include Pat McAfee then. So if I include Pat McAfee, I got to put Pat McAfee at number one. That's fair. Uh, and then you got to put LT at two. I mean, going head to head with Bigelow, even though, dude, he was completely white, but he was asked <laughs> to do a lot. So I'd probably put Bad Bunny at three. But if you're going to take out like a professional athlete yeah. like LT and McAfee, you got to put Bad Bunny at, at one, right? I, I'm 100% with you. What about 100%. Mr. T? I mean, WrestleMania two was was no. the shits, but WrestleMania yeah. one, come on. He's Even WrestleMania him. one, he was the shits. Like yeah. I got, I I would t- I would put Bad Bunny above Mr. T. Wow. Yeah, I'm with Dave here. I'd put Bad Bunny up above just about, and maybe the only person I might put above him would be Melissa Menounos. Maria Menounos. Oh, Maria Menounos. She did, did a good job too in that. You're right in that WrestleMania match. She did a really good job. You know who? You know who's low key that I always thought was amazing for her spot. It was very short. Uh, Snooky. Oh, get out of here! Come on, bro. She hit that handspring elbow and she was doing all her flips and stuff. That was good shit. It was perfect for what it needed to be. You know, very limited. Get in there, hit your couple spots, matches over. Everybody celebrates. And that was twenty seven, right? That was twenty seven. I think. Didn't so. that match start to heat with John Morrison, and then John sure. Morrison was gone, and then. Now he's finally back, but I think that started with the whole Trish stuff with him and not giving her a hug at the end of the match and all that. Sure did. He went. I he did. went on. He was like, "Hey, how come Molina's not in this spot?" And well, you know, that's news to me. You Whoops. didn't know that? I did not know that. Yeah, big heat, big heat, big time Bulls. heat, baby, big heat. <laughs> <laughs> we got friend of the show, Dave Lagreca, on on the on the show with us at Dave Lagreca. Excuse me, at David. LaGreca one on the Twitter machine. You want to follow him. He's got a pro wrestling tea store. He's got tons of t-shirts at busted open radio on Twitter. Uh, t- oh boy. Oh, geez. are you serious guys? You guys set me up. You set me up. I did set you up. Of course. You know, I have friends everywhere. Asshole. Everywhere. Uh, yeah. You miss me? I did can't believe. Me? I can't believe you disrespected me. Like you did at my party. That was a gift from me. I, I, I gifted you that shirt. I gave you that. I gave you that shirt with love. With love, I gave you that shirt. And your point is, I was wearing your shirt. I can do with your shirt whatever the fuck I want. Ah, I love it. So, I mean, David, you are like I said. You were dig. You dig your grave way before we had this issue. What you said, and then like I said I apologize, and then you were like bringing stuff like we're a couple or something that you can't let go. Like, I don't, I don't take that very long. I, first of all, I, for, first of all, I was a big supporter of yours before it was cool. Now you're like the coolest thing. You're like, now you're a big deal before you were a big star. I was a supporter, big supporter. All right. Bought your shirts. I didn't ask for shirts. I never asked for it for free. I bought your shirt. I have four. I have four yes, of them. I bought with my hard-earned money. I, I, I could have, I could have used that money to buy food for my daughters or my wife. No, I had to buy your shirt. Well, that was and your. Then I take a shirt. People, the last shirt I had, the last Dave LaGreca shirt, girl shirt in that size. I 
thousands of people want to buy it. No, I got to give this to Thunder Rosa. And then you rip it up. Rip it up. Yes. And then, and, and I, I don't know, you guys might be able to confirm this. I don't know. Rumor has it that Thunder Rosa took the shirt, put it on eBay, and sold the ripped up shirt on eBay. Making money off my name. Well, off of, of course. Off, off of of eBay. Course. I'm a carny, okay? <laughs> you think I'm not going to make money out of you, David? You're a bigger Me star than I was before couple months <laughs> you know you're you know, like i said uh, nothing is gonna save you is may 1st i'm gonna beat uh -oh. your ass so good i i am been yelling and screaming i've been using my voice and my platform on sirius xm to make sure that anybody that i people are flying in okay to buddha texas on may the 1st that's how is that how you say it buddha buddha texas is that am i saying it right yeah, yes, Buda, Texas. Buda, Texas. All right, people are flying into Buda, Texas to see they, this match. As they should. I it sold out. I hope you're going. I hope you're going. I hope you're going. I, I want that place sold out to see Thunder Rosa apologize to me face-to-face -face in front of an audience. That's what I want, May 1st. Thanks, Mission Dave. Pro Wrestling. Go to missionprowrestling.net for your tickets. Yes, if not, if you're not going to be there, you should go on titlematchnetwork.com and check how poor David's chest is going to be so red and probably bloody after what's going to happen to him. Now, uh, now, Thunder Rosa, I don't want to throw Dave under the bus, but since he threw me under the bus once um, and, uh, and he uh, alluded that I had a side piece in a cameo, uh, Dave LaGreca earlier tonight hey, said... I call uh, him like I see him. I call him like I see him. You as a married man shouldn't be doing the things that you're doing. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, morally, I had to say something. Morally, I had to say something about that, but continue. Dave gets his second shot a couple days before he flies out, and he was hoping he was not going to be well enough to fly out. Uh, he's already wow. looking for a way to get out of this match, Thunder Rosa. I would, too. I definitely would, too. Yeah, I, I don't would. blame him, but I mean... It sounds like he got himself into this predicament. He did. And he and he I know he's enjoying every single moment of it. every single moment of it. And a good I, I congratulate you, David. You you're you're getting what you want. But May first, you probably are not gonna get what you want. Listen, all I know is this beautiful chest, this beautiful Swiss Italian Ooh. hairy chest, there will be no marks on this chest, no redness. No scarring, nothing, nothing. I am going to show up on May the 1st. I'm going to step into the ring, and you're going to apologize. And I'll, I'll be the bigger man. I'll let you apologize, and then that's it. And we can move on, and we can move on. All right, David. You know what? All right. I think that. But uh, for now, I got to go. I just came here again to make my presence known and, and let everybody know that May 1st, then that might be an apology. Just saying. Wow. That. I'll ripped see up you. My shirt. Ripped up my shirt. I can't. I hope you dream up. I really do. I'll see you May the first. I'll see okay. you May the first. Mission Pro okay. Wrestling. I'll okay. see you May the first. I'm like counting the days and the hours and the seconds. You already know. Right here. I got it on my calendar. It's on my calendar. May first. The first of May. May first. When you should put when I die. When I die. 
first. My funeral. That should be your funeral. Wow. Just saying. Just saying. Wow. Have a good night, guys. That, thanks, for thanks us, Thunder Rosa. At, at Mission Pro Wrestle on Twitter, uh, missionprowrestling.net, uh, titlematchnetwork.com to stream live. Uh, Dave, how you holding up, bud? I can't believe you guys set me up like that. Kevin, guy, I, I mean, all, you know, you know what, Kevin, Dave? Not for not us. Matt, One of us. Kevin put the hood over his head. <laughs> he didn't want to be seen because he felt uncomfortable. I felt so uncomfortable. That was all me, Dave. I set that up. You're still sore about the whole thing. I mean, my wife thinks I have a side piece now, Dave. That's smart. No, it's not you smart. My wife that. will. Listen, you think what Thunder Rose is going to do to you? Yeah, is my yeah. wife will fucking kill me. My you wife will kill to, me. You have to think that, hey, you know what? At any time, I'm out. You, so that, that right? No. So you got to be like, oh, he's got something else on his side. No. At any moment, it can be compelled. No, see, I'm not. I'm not as confident you as you. I, you need the threat. There's no threat. I, I'm trying to help you. There's Matt. no I'm trying look, to help you. Dave, look at me. He's 100 right with this. Absolutely. There's no helping me though. I'm lucky enough to find somebody to put up with me. You think yeah, I'm gonna but, jeopardize yeah, no, that? Know that. Come on, man. She already knows that. She wakes up next to me every day and she goes, "You are. This is the biggest charity case of my life. You lucky son of a bitch." I gotta admit, you're right. You get. I gotta admit, you're right. It doesn't happen uh, often. First of all, first of all, you guys set me up. Not, not. No, cool. Dave. To be fair, cool. to, to we're gonna let Tony and Kevin off the hook. I set you up, and I'm not an idiot. How am I? We're gonna get a little some ratings for this. We're getting some some people might listen to the Shining Wizards when they hear Thunder Rosa called in to talk to Dave Lagreca. Let me see. Let me tell you something. Every show I do, she oh. finds a way to hop on. <laughs> oh yeah. If you if you go to her social media account. All she does is tweet about me. All right, I'm in, I'm in her head. I'm in her head. She says to me, "We're like an old couple that I can't get over it." But she's the one. Everywhere I go, she's there, stalking me. I mean, she's uh, you know, she's from the graveyard. This is like an Dave. episode of Law and Order. Like I can't yeah. get away. Which version of Law and Order? I I'm not even gonna say. SVU. Tweets about. Tell me, I'm not in her head. Don't, don't. Oh, you're in her head, all right. I'm in her head. Let me ask you this: Does your does your family understand what you're getting yourself into? Because not only is she an extremely talented professional wrestler, she's a serious badass MMA fighter. Yeah. Listen, I have said this a million times. Okay. Look at me. Look at me. You guys I love you, see brother. me. I don't want to lose you as a friend, my friend. You guys seen me in person. Yes. Oh, that's right. All right, I don't have an athletic bone in my body, okay? I quit the wrestling team freshman year in high school, and since then I haven't run a lap. All right, I am not an athlete. Oh. This was not. This is not supposed to be a match. This is not a match. Okay. This is a face-off. What this is, okay. is this is I'm going to step into the ring, and then she is going to apologize to me. And then that's going to be it. She's go- and that's that. She's going wait, 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 to wait, wait, smack wait. your face off is what's going to. You're like no, all no, about the chest. You dare, you're like, don't you dare. No, you're antagonizing her. You're like, my chest, my chest, my chest. She's not going to touch your chest, Dave. She's going to hit you in the face. You're Listen, in radio. You don't need a, you to have a good face for that. She can fuck your face I, off. You really don't. You really, you're right. 
So I, I don't need the face. I don't need the face. I'm not yeah, saying I'm not saying you don't have a good face, Dave. I'm just oh. saying she can she can go matter. after it. Doesn't matter. It. So I, I don't need to impress anybody. I'm almost fifty. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm I never signed on for a match. Yeah, but you're Never flying did. out there. You're gonna be there. What did you? You're gonna step oh, in the ring. What do you think is I'm, gonna I'm happen? I'm going to be. I'm going to be there. I'm yeah. gonna be there. But, but you know, I like she think... comes into the studio. She's in your house. You're gonna step in the ring. You're in her house now. Here's the thing. You got to bring backup, bro. All right, guys. And I, I, I well. <laughs> Do you really think I go all the way out there on my own? Come on. Oh, boy. Do Do- you not think that I have backup plans? Oh, I think you do. May the 1st. Doesn't, oh. uh, now correct me, doesn't Mark Henry live in Texas? It's very, he, he lives maybe less, it could be less than 30 minutes away from the venue. So you're saying you could be like John Cena going against Nexus where it's like, whether it's I have do it by myself or whether I have backup, I'm going to take every single one of you out. And it turns out I got me some help. And then like great colleagues going to come out and then Brunch is going to come I'm out. I'm not going to say who, but right. they, they're, I will have somebody have my back. But here's the, I mean, guys, but seriously, let's put all this aside. Let's put all the joke in talk serious. All right. Am I not right in this situation? Listen, I got your back. Forever. She said, I, "Oh, I'm sorry." She said, "I apologize." Well, she's on uh, Monday. She's on that show that uh, the AEW. What's it called? The elevation. Monday show. The elevation. She's on AEW Dark. She's on AEW Dynamite. She's on NWA Power. She's on four different shows a week, plus all the other indie stuff. Great point. Instead of saying, Dave, I'm, how about wearing my, my shirt on any one of those shows? I think it's – I think it's and if there's audio where she set – now, look, I'm not trying to get – I don't need Thunder Rosa coming after me. I already got enough problems with Bobby Lashley, and uh, who else have I been calling out? I don't know. I've been calling out everybody, Dave. King I don't Mo. Give, King Mo. King Mo fucking – he sucks. Get out of the wrestling business, King Mo. <laughs> I love King Mo. You're crazy. You, he's You're garbage. Crazy. He's oh, fucking garbage him, in the ring. Get him. But but yes, but I think I think she did you wrong. I would be upset too if I said, "Hey Dave, will you wear our shirt to an event?" And you said yes, and then you showed up in a "I'm Dave Lagreca guy" T-shirt or whatever, and it's not shining. Wrong. Yes, that would I, be. And the other thing is, you know how this whole this whole thing started though. How it escalated to that. But do you know how it all started? Like what really originally got her angry at me? Do you know what it was? No, what? It was because I wore a Britt Baker T-shirt. Yeah. All right. I'm, yeah, I, I mean, do my I do my WrestleMania T-shirt challenge where where all these I had to wear seventy different wrestling shirts seventy, and one of those seventy days I wore a Britt Baker T-shirt and she went nuts. But now Britt noticed Baker Britt Baker, who I'm friends with, Britt Baker didn't get angry at me because I wore a Thunder Rosa shirt. And neither and, the, and the the day after that match with Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, I wore a Thunder Rosa shirt. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why she's so upset. And one of those days, by the way, you wore a shiny wizard shirt. Thank you. I did, I did. You didn't get any heat from any other shows because you wore one of our shirts. Because we all. Why would? Why would? Why would I? Exactly. Why would I? So let me ask you: How long do you think you're going to be in the hospital after she kicks the shit out of you? Oh, Jesus. No, because I got to know, because if you're there for May 5th, you might be able to celebrate, parlay it into a little Cinco de Mayo action. Here's the thing. 
I'm flying out. I'm flying out April 30th. Because I got everything on my calendar. I'm like Fritz von Eric. I got like my calendar, my bookings. You um, used to, you um, you pretend to be a Nazi? What? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I fly oh, okay. out. I, but good joke. I fly out Friday, April 30th. Right. Event Saturday, May 1st, and I'm flying back. I even see, look at that. Look at this. What does it say under May, May 2nd? What does Fly, that say? Flying home. Flying home. Fucking home. There's no hospital stay. There's nothing. All right. Well, if you could, um, you know, put in a good word with, with Gabby over there, if they need someone to replace you, I mean. You know, we'll come in and hold your spot for a couple of days. Home busted open if, if uh, you know. And I won't. We won't scream at her for wearing an Islanders sweatshirt. Uh-oh. <laughs> he was so mad. <laughs> Holy shit! Don't don't disrespect my new, don't disrespect my New Jersey there's Islanders. No, uh, there's Dave no. There's no. silence with a microphone in front of him. Holy shit, dude! <laughs> Look, I'm fucking. We're going on ten years. We got to get an in somewhere, boys. Jesus Christ. We've we've lost Dave forever. I feel no, like. Dave. No, come on now. Dave. Maybe no, me. Maybe me. But you guys can still be friends with him. No, nah, you you're you're. I'm with you forever. You gave me a free pizza. Anytime I see Dave Lagreca by the pizza truck, that was at the Rock and Roll Festival. That's right. Where are you? Where are you going next? Are you going out? Where are you going out next? Uh, let's see. Uh, Wednesday, I'll be in Carney Point. And at Port Liberty in Jersey City with the food truck. Okay, all right. Wait, we you're gonna be in, you're gonna be at Carney Point? Yes. Shit, I might have to take a ride out. Please, I don't do anything over there. It's pretty quiet. Well, I've, so. I've seen you at work before. I understand. <laughs> so, so Dave, if you had to take one one thing away from WrestleMania weekend, first of all, did you watch the Hall of Fame? By the way, I I watched. Well, I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched most of it. I couldn't. And I understand. It was difficult. It was yeah. a difficult watch. Yeah. It, it it seemed totally, totally produced. It seemed totally, totally like it seemed like the the inductees couldn't get across what they wanted to get across. Yeah, it felt like it didn't feel sincere. Like it kind of felt like it lost. It it didn't have that special element that it usually has. It was a tough watch. Did you... I mean, I'm glad they did it, and you know, and it. Listen, they got it, but um, I can't wait for this like Thunderdome. The, I hope they like blow the Thunderdome up. <laughs> you and me, Bo. And did, was there any reason that you know of, or that you can speculate on as to why they couldn't even have like the wrestlers in, in the crowd, or was it just because it's taped, or what? Like, what? Yeah, what, I think because it was taped and stuff. I think you know it's that you know that's a good point of having like everybody out there or something like that. But that would have made it good because you really don't notice the crowd that's in the arena it's mostly right. the people that are on the floor but um yeah it was a it was a tough watch um like, and especially like the via satellite things but as bad as that was i mean that's how much i enjoyed like wrestlemania i thought they did a great job or dude i actually liked it more than what i normally do for a wrestlemania because i don't like like everything lit i kind of like yeah. when it goes dark and you just see the ring like i i really like their setup the last couple of nights. I thought it was perfect. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And just like, because some of the, going back to the hall of fame, like the best part is sometimes seeing the genuine reactions of the younger wrestlers, seeing like people that they 
idolized or maybe that they've watched like get inducted and tell their stories and that's just or their contemporaries too because sometimes you'll see like sergeant slaughter laughing at you yeah know. yeah no i so, know that's always that dude i gotta be honest with you man i'm scared shitless about may 1st i gotta write see what else is going on and i can uh-oh. maybe because <laughs> now i got the whole thing with the chest going on like you know ground beef on the chest and the sores on the chest and stuff like that stretched out that shirt that. pretty good uh singlet uh d'lo brown chest protector uh maybe some maybe a sweatshirt underneath the singlet you know layer it up dude that's what i'm trying to figure out like what am i gonna wear to this shindig you Ooh, should you know go, you do you, you could, go f- you could do full- Bret hart goldberg and put a fucking tin uh, pan under your under your shirt and then smack and then she breaks her hand now she can't chop you i was no, gonna I get, figure out something i was gonna say go full shield garb Ooh, but i think the the, the gold uh, the plate is better actually yeah, but military. Like, kind of like the yeah, the catcher, the thing the catcher wears, the chest yeah. protector. Yeah, well, that you're, might be good. Good, you're such good friends with Sammy Callahan. I'm sure he'll lend you one of his flak vests so you could, you know, put one of those things. That, that one's that that guy gives me nightmares. You could, uh, yeah. you could just no show and then tell her you were playing softball like Sid. <laughs> oh, Matt's got the zingers. I'm full of them. Um, you guys have Jericho on tomorrow on Busted Open, and he just did that Broken Skull session with Stone Cold. What did you think about that uh, that beautiful piece? Oh, I thought it was great. I, um, You know, Jericho's one of my all-time favorites to kind of take that ride back through his career, and I'm glad he was able to mention New Japan, and I'm glad he was able to mention AEW, and, you know, I'm a big AEW fan, so I really enjoyed it. I, I And he didn't hold any punches. Like, he told the whole reason why after WrestleMania 33, you know, he was kind of like done, you know, after that great story with Kevin Owens and they were in the number two spot. And then that story, like when he was in the new Japan locker room about, you know, don't we need to get approval? And they're like, what are you talking about? Like you're, you're a wrestler, you know, this is what we do. So I thought the stories were awesome. And I think Stone Cold's a great interviewer too. Um, He's, he's, he's amazing. So I got heat with Stone Cold. Wait, how, dude? So you know, I do that. It's a Lagreca show on YouTube, and I one of the things we did is top top ten Kiss songs. It was me and Snake Sabo of Skid Row did our top ten Kiss songs, and it's like, listen, you know, it's opinion stuff. Right. Your ten, your ten favorite are going to be different than my ten favorite, you know. And then, like, I and then we came up with like. A, a quintessential top 10 list. So we kind of argue, Snake and I argue, and then we come up with, like, we agree on the definitive top 10 Kiss song list. So my favorite Kiss song of all time, I don't know if you guys are Kiss fans or not, I don't know. But my favorite song, all right, you're not that big, whatever. I'm in, I so, got you, I'm with you. All right. So my favorite song is Mr. Speed off, off of Rock and Roll Over. That's my all-time favorite Kiss song. Okay. And, like, Stone Cold went to, like, Twitter and, like, went off on me. You about 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 that being my favorite Kiss song. Uh-oh. Well, I don't I – th- look, I think that's bullshit, okay? 
Oh, Matt, you're going to have heat with Stone Cold too Fuck, now? I, if fucking Stone Cold even knew who we were, I'd be fucking over the moon. Let alone, if I had heat with him, that'd be great. That's Dave's opinion, all right? No, no one, Just look, my opinion. All, all due respect, no one wants to drink his fucking gross IPAs, okay, Steve? Dude, drink, you're, you're kidding. I they're love good. It. They're good. Well, I'm, I'm not a, a beer. I don't drink beer, good. okay? You drink they're Budweiser. Budweiser tastes like piss. Now he's drinking. I love Bud Light. Not Budweiser. You got to change it up every once in a while, man. Look, the guy's I'm, a legend. I'm I know he's saying. a legend, but you can't be mad at you because you have a personal preference just because he doesn't like your top 10 Kiss songs. Can you see that picture? No. It's, all, that, blur- it's all bright, Dave. It's what all, yeah, it? it's like a. <laughs> Why can't. It's not. Oh, it's, a, it's a picture of you and me, Matt, from the pizza truck. Oh, nice. I kind of yeah. saw it there for a quick second. Oh, send that. You got to send that to him. I have no, it on. It's, just, I have it on Facebook. Oh, he has it framed. Actually, it's actually behind him, above the what is that? A Jericho picture? Matt? Yeah, it's above the Jericho picture. That's it's right. Okay, it's out. It's out of frame. It's out of frame. It's right next is to Shane. Is that true? Douglas. No, what? it's not true. No, you don't. You don't care. Uh, Dave, might, let me. You know what, Dave? It might be in my wrestling memorabilia photo album in the other room. To be honest with you. Can, I, w- I want to ask Dave one last question. Well, not one last question, but a- another question before we let him go, because I know he's got to watch Raw. I got Raw to watch. That's right. Um, you mentioned how you're a big fan of uh, of AEW, and as we are as well. Um, is there any particular like young talent that you see excelling uh, to, to a top-tier level, uh, whether it be a tag? Because everyone's heavy on tag teams now. Everyone's heavy on stables now. And it's not just AEW, so let's not pump that. Like everyone's got stables. It seems to be the new thing now in wrestling. It's another question, but in terms of AEW young talent that you really enjoy watching, is there anyone that comes to mind right away? Was there a period in that question? Like that was that was a very long question. Well, you know why? Because I combined two into one by accident, and did not mean to do that. And I had some daddy says. I'm sorry. No, no, Kevin. It's all good. Um, <laughs> oh, come on. Now I'm going to be the laughing stock of the show now. Come on. Just, uh, t- Kev, you could be the laughing stock today, but just think of who's going to be the laughing stock on May 1st. Oh, come on. Let, let the man answer the question first. Kevin, you hid during that, during the whole Thunder Rosa segment. I was uncomfortable. But why can't you have my back say something? Because, Dave, I will always have your back. I just yeah, don't but have. Everyone could have having my back after the fact. <laughs> Oh. You're supposed to have my back during the fact, not after the fact. What good is that? I I, I like her too. What do you want me to say? <laughs> I mean, I was I, I'd ask you to repeat the question, but Raw starts in eight minutes. <laughs> God damn it, Dave! All right, hold on one second. No, to answer you, oh. to answer your to answer the question seriously, Bowen Anthony Bowen's a Max Caster. Yeah, hundred percent. Friends, beautiful, yes. love it. All right, how about this question, Dave? Seventies kiss or eighties kiss? Seventies kiss, right? Hey, let me ask you this: Did Steve, <laughs> uh, did Mister Austin, uh, offer his favorite kiss song, or did he just? Shit yeah, up? I mean, listen, I will. And and in defense of Stone Cold Steve Austin, it's a very unpopular opinion that Mister Speed was my number one kiss song. Okay, what was like what, what was Austin's number one kiss song? Detroit Rock I don't think City. He mentioned it. I don't think he mentioned it. I think yeah. he just. You know, wanted to make the jab at me about having Mr. Speed at number one. Yeah, hack. I'm gonna, tw- I'm gonna fucking send him a tweet. Hey, Dave, right let now. me ask you this. Oh boy, <laughs> Dave, you got six minutes. <laughs> let me ask you this, Dave. Uh, my first 
Kiss experience was when they had no makeup on and it was God gave rock and roll to you. Oh, oh my God, that's like late in the game. Yeah, man. I'm all, I'm a little younger than these guys, so uh, so that was I remember watching it at my grandparents. I I never knew Kiss ha- had makeup on before that. That I you know. Now I'm old, so I got it to Kiss like 77, 78. So. Uh- I mean, but I like I to answer like Matt's question. I love I. There's a lot about '80s Kiss I like. I just think it's inconsistent '80s Kiss. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. That was a great. Ballad. He's not even paying attention. He's texting his side piece. No, I'm tweeting I, at Steve I, Austin. He's not even paying attention to me. Don't tweet at Stone Cold Steve Austin. He, dude, there's no stopping him. When Matt's on Twitter. I want to know what his number one is. There's, there's no stopping him. You yeah. can't stop him. What's he gonna say? Fucking ten thousand man. That's a bit of a bitch move on Steve's part. He's known for that. He's like, oh he doesn't God. like something. He just he'll chill shit on it, but he won't give it. An, an I'm trying to find the original tweet because I'm thinking I'm making it sound worse than it really is. All right. So I'll re- refrain from sending this until we figure this out. Yeah. So, so Dave, and, and don't tag me because. Oh, <laughs> definitely. Tag Busted Open, Dave LaGreca, Bully Ray. Okay. I tell you, the first I discovered Kiss, Kiss Unplugged, and then I went right down the rabbit hole, man, and I discovered oh, all really? that. Oh, really? That's later in the game than oh, yeah, that? Is, yeah, yeah, but then I went, the like, way down the rabbit hole. Like, I went all the way back, and then all the solo albums and, and all that stuff, because I am also a little younger. So, Dave, let me ask you, when your wife has to make arrangements on May 2nd for your return, is it going to be in a Gene Simmons kiss casket? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Nice kiss when, casket. When, what's when's the next time you guys are on? Let's see. Every Monday, Dave. Every we're on every Monday. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, go up against Monday Night Raw. All right, so well, guess what, Dave? There's no fucking night of the week. There's not wrestling on anymore. So that's true. Come on, give it to the All right, so you know what? I'll come on with you guys on Monday, May third. Great. Lock it awesome. Up. Before, uh, do you want to come on before or after Ice Train? <laughs> we have Ice Train on that night. Yes, I booked Ice Train really? today. Yes. Yeah. All right, we, we love double booking. No, I love it. I'm off. I just want to know when you want to come on. Just, I, you know what? Do, what do, we'll do what you like you did to Thunder Rosa. Just send me the link and I'll hop in whenever I want. Okay. I mean, you I have like the it. link. It's the same link. So Yeah, you know you have an open invitation anytime you want. Your family. Why do you want to talk to do you want to talk to Ice Train too? Sure. WCW legend, man. Oh, a big Ice Train guy. DDP Yoga legend. My man's been on DDP Yoga quite a few times. All right, I gotta go. Yeah. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) We should probably go too. (laughs) Please, please make sure you tell good friend Chris Jericho that the Shining Wizard said hi. He's and tell him that he still hasn't worn my shirt yet. Back in the day, 2016? He's been on twice. I don't remember when. Yeah, twice. That's right. Twice. Yeah, he's was been on one twice. one of them 2016? Sure. Yeah, Confirmed. whenever that show was at, when Fozzie was playing at Dingbats, that's what he was on. To and then I waited two hours outside of Dingbats in Clifton, and I tried to give him a T-shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy hey, shit. What a coincidence. Dude, that's that's insane. Uh, yeah, I waited two hours outside of the show afterwards to to give him a Shining Wizards T-shirt, the very one that you're wearing right now. Kevin and he wouldn't. Get on the, he just wanted to get on the bus and blow Fozzie. That's what I like. gave it to his manager, and his manager probably never gave it to him. So I don't know. 
anyway. Yeah, Did, my bet is it probably never reached him. Nope. Was but you know bus, what? Though. I'll make sure I mention you, Kev, when I talk to him tomorrow. I'm gonna listen. Yeah, no, I'm no, gonna. I'm gonna listen. You better mention it, or you're gonna owe oh, me an apology. Thunder Rosa and us, sir. Dave, Holy I'll mention shit. you next time I talk to Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? I, uh, I actually that question because I I really enjoyed the question. I actually wrote down the question he asked me about the young AEW talent. I'm gonna use that, so I wrote it down. I had enough room in my notebook to write oh, down you the son question. of a bitch. Wait, how you long do you have to get lunch for tomorrow? Is he, is he on for all three hours? God, you know, I, did <laughs> want to ask you, I did want to ask you about the stables, though, and your thoughts on how wrestling's become stable-heavy, but we'll wrestling save that for May 3rd. Stable. Oh, yeah, we'll save, we'll save that for May 3rd. All right, buddy. At David right, LaGreca1 on Twitter, at Busted Open Radio, every day, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon, Fight Nation 156. It's worth signing up for SiriusXM. And the podcast is free if, as Dave said, you're too cheap to uh, subscribe to Series XM. Plus, the master class is Sunday. Uh, they got busted open seven days a week. Dave, a pleasure as always. Uh, thank you as always, and uh, we look forward right. to talk to you May third. All right, love you, brother. Be well, Later. be safe, Bye. Dave. See you. Now, here's the disappointing thing. Dave's now going to spend three hours in front of a TV, going, "I wish I would have talked to those guys for three more hours. It's more fun <laughs> than this shit." I don't even, you know what, as bad as Raw is, I don't know if that's accurate. Oh, it definitely, 100%. I gotta <laughs> Facebook now. was lit up. People were loving that Thunder Rosa did a run-in. Good. It's good shit, pal. That is good shit. God, I love Dave. Uh, Dave's the best. The fact that, God, the fact that he continues to, to, to support us and 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 do that it's just it's one of those like kind of like mind exploding moments it's just ridiculous yeah it's hard to believe that shitty show of his is still running after all this time all right no no they've definitely got they've look they curse if not uh as much as us more than us now it's i know very... well he learned from the best what can i tell you they got job security that's their job Whew. uh right. we got picks to go over Oh boy. Uh we could talk a little have, bit. I think I may have won the weekend. I'm not sure, but we I think could I talk may have won uh, the weekend. we could talk a little bit about WrestleMania and stand and deliver if you want. I know I watched NWA Power. Uh so to Tony, Impact. We could do whatever you guys want to do. I'm game, baby. Well, how about how is it too early? I feel like I need a breather. It's not yeah. too early. We're right on schedule. It's eight o'clock. So great. We'll talk about picks. We'll talk about the, all the great wrestling that happened this weekend and this week and all that other happy horseshit. But Kev, what do we always say? Hey, you know what we always say? We say back after this. We know you love shopping at Amazon, and we also know you love listening to The Shining Wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. But were you aware that you could combine the two, do all your shopping, and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support The Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping with the Shining Wizards.
Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air day and night. This station and hundreds of other radio and TV stations throughout this part of the country are pooling their resources through an emergency network hookup to keep you informed of all developments. Horns up, everyone. When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure every Friday to check out Radioactive Metal. Radioactive Metal is one of the longest-running podcasts on the interweb. And every week, we bring you a fistful of metal, including interviews with all your favorite artists, discuss all the metal news, and feature the best tunes on the air today. So grab a Lemmy, join your cool Uncle Snowy, and co-host Aaron in the pit. Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Rea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live every week on RantEMRadio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network and join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. What's up, wrestling fans? You want something awesome? Check out Wrestling Night in Canada here on the Shining Wizards Network, where three Canadian metalheads uniting for the love of pro wrestling. Every episode, we go over all the latest news and special events with the odd, unique interview as well. So grab a cold one and check out Wrestling Night in Canada, eh? Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. 
Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on rantemradio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Mark Order Pod and on Facebook.com slash Mark Order Pod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag join the Mark Order because if you don't find us, we will find you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah the mother, the same mother and father. Your room was. We share the room. Share the room. We right. share the room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go way it. back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Roadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, no, yeah. Well. What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW. And if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C, we spell it with a K. Okay. So, you might Kay. take it easy. Okay. All right. We're back. We're going to thank those that support us over at a Patreon, patreon.com slash wizards podcast for as little as $1 a month. That's right. $1 a month. You can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. I recommend the $3 a month tier as you get a monthly watch along and two uh, profile features. One on a wrestler and one on a uh, super card show, a mega show, whatever you want to call it, pay-per-view from any of the wrestling promotions out there in wrestling world. Uh, but we want to thank those that support us. So we're going to start with Kathy Hummer, the queen of the Shining Wizards. Uh, Manny Crazzo, the king of the Shining Wizards. Uh, Danny and Anthony Rusinello, the AOP of the SWP. Uh, Ryan Arthur over at Elementary Brewery, elementary.com. If you're looking to get some local brew, check out Elementary over in Hackensack, New Jersey. They do a great job over there. Uh, Sean Toe, Sean Calejo, Ryan Schlong, uh, Brett Simonello. What do you hear? What do you say? Uh, Catherine Hensler at ondeckic.com. Uh, Matt Garifo, no relationship to the KJG. Uh, Maddie Mellinger. Christine Friesendorf, the other half of the Sign Girls with Kathy Hummer. Uh, Mark Parloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Birthday, Mark. Happy birthday, Mark. Uh, Kenny Hossey, Mr. Scotch Drinks More himself. Jay Cop, the big cop of pump from the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. He carried the interview Friday night. Uh, on the Turnbuckle Throwbacks, the Bad Luck Fale. So check that out, the Shining Wizards Network. Uh, Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock. Yeah. Uh, Michael Hammond. David Henry Bauer III. His pal Antonio Hosserman makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com. Uh, Matthew Birch, at True Prince of Pro on the Twitter machine. Make sure you're following him. Uh, the Bergman. He's the LeBron James of Mattel Elite Figure Collecting. Kerry uh, Cowling. Roll. Brendan Heaney, and last but certainly not least, Mr. William Mercier, Jr.
lives are gonna unmute the microphone and then they're gonna be in William Mercer's hands if you know what I mean. I know what you mean, Kevin Griefo. Again, special thanks to at Dave LaGreca. Uh, at Dave LaGreca one on the Twitter machine. Make sure you're following him. Busted Open Radio Monday through Saturday on Sirius XM 156 Fight Nation, 9 a.m. to noon. Uh, it's Dave. It's Bully Ray. It's Mark Henry. It's Tommy Dreamer. Uh, and then they have their podcast, too. So if you don't uh, subscribe to Sirius XM, you can check them out. Special thanks to Thunder Rosa at Thunder Rosa 22 for jumping in here. Uh, talk some shit to Dave. She's got her own promotion at Mission Pro Wrestling, uh, at Mission Pro Wrestling. Uh, on the Twitter machine. May 1st, locked and loaded, Buda, Texas. MissionProWrestling.net. General admission tickets, $20. Kids get in for $10. You can't be in Texas. Uh, you can stream it live at TitleMatchNetwork.com. La Rosa Negra takes on Red Velvet. Holiday Holiday takes on Genocide. Uh, Tesha Price takes on Maddie Renkowski. Uh, Rachel Rose takes on Vipress. Alex Gracia takes on Marty Bell. And, of course, Dave LeGrec is going to be in the ring face-to-face with Thunder Rosa, and she's going to smack the ever-living dog shit out of him. Unfortunate. It's a shame. Unfortunate for Dave. Uh, good for us, though. Hopefully we get a little rub out of this. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? As long as they beat the shit out of each other in Shining Wizard shirts, I'll be a happy guy. Uh, you know who got the shit beat out of him this weekend in picks? You? Oof, boy, did I take a fucking bath. Oh. Holy Jesus oh. Christ. Holy shit. <laughs> See, Tony, that was probably the most perfectly timed drop that you've ever done in the history of the show. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, I I ate like uh, I ate a mega shit sandwich. NXT. I took a couple uh, gambles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin and Tony, you both went nine and one over the both nights, and you we you only lost the same match, and that was the scramble match, uh, the six way dance. Uh, the, wait, wait, wait. The... So Kevin and I were both. <laughs> well. Not for NXT. We we haven't gotten to Mania yet. Well, for one night we were right. Two nights. No, one night we were nine and one, so we had to have gone perfect one night. One well, no. Yes, yes. You both. Yes, right. You both went perfect on night two. Night two of night NXT four. Stand and Deliver. And I think we, we lost the 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 Bronson Bronson Reed one, right? Or Bear yes, Bronson. the 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 gauntlet match. You yeah. guys, that's the only match you guys lost. Who did you take in that match? Uh, we all took LA Knight in that match. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I gambled on the tag team match, and I took uh, the Grizzled Young Vets. See, that's not a gamble, though. That's a solid investment. Uh, I also gambled on Jordan Devlin to win the Cruiserweight title. Not a gamble. And I think I lost one more. Let me see. Now let me ask you guys a question. I know I know you didn't like me commenting and whatnot during the show last week, but did you that enjoy one. reading my picks? I always oh, enjoy we, reading your picks. We love reading your picks. I mean, because I was thinking about it too. Like at first, Matt pissed me off. He's like, I, I'm like, I gotta fucking do picks for four shows now. This pissed me off. And then I started writing them, and I'm like, I miss doing this. I haven't done this in so long. It was so much fun. Tony, I might just do that every time now. I won't even be on the show. I'll just fucking let somebody else read my picks. Picks turning on you? No, the art of doing the picks is turning on me. The picks themselves are still a bunch of dog shit. 
Um, so that like put, it's like baking a cake, like making the cake and mixing the batter and putting it in the oven. Like that's good shit. But then eating all the cake. Eh. Wait, that's the opposite. The no. making of the cake should be the part that annoys you, and the eating of the cake should bring you fulfillment. No, because because if it, if if that were true, then the fact that I went nine and one on the picks would be fulfillment. It's really Are, okay. You're talking about this specific cake. You're not talking about cooking in general. No, no. Because usually the making of the food is the annoying part. The eating of the food is the great part. Yeah, but you know what though? Like you have to enjoy the making of it because usually the eating is like quicker. If okay. that makes sense. It does. And you know what? You can always have your cake and eat it too, Tony. Yeah, but you don't want to eat too much of the cake. Oh, come on. That's such a great line that you just fucking. It's, fucking guy. Have your cake and eat it too. It was perfect. All right. All right, Matt. How are you picks? So you guys went nine and one with NXT. I went seven and three. Uh, night Fair. one of WrestleMania, Kevin, you went six and one. Tony, five and two. Uh, I went an abysmal four and three. Okay, went with Shane McMahon. That's why. Yeah, you went with. Let's see, what do we got here? Night. Well, we all lost Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I was surprised at that, but I was I was fine with the result. Right. I right. just wasn't fine with the whole fucking distraction thing. I didn't get it. Uh, um, what else? I lost New Day. I really didn't think AJ and Omos were going to win the tag titles. Um. I just don't. I fucking hate it. I don't get it. They're not a tag team. Yeah, but almost is his fucking muscle, dude. Oh, it's yeah. like it's like it's like the modern day Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Diesel. I think Kevin said that a few weeks ago. No, uh, almost, almost won me over, man. He already had me, but he won me over at WrestleMania. Uh, Tony took Shane McMahon. Uh, I took Seth Rollins because I just have no faith in the WWE. Uh, so I don't know what they're gonna do with Cesaro now. What did he do this? Isn't that the shit he does? Like, yeah. Punching? And uh, I think that's it, right? There are only seven matches, right? One, two, three, there are four, seven each five, night, six. Oh, we all took uh, Tamina and Natty to win the tag team turmoil. That was no, I didn't take Tamina. Oh, the, the turmoil, yeah, yeah. Turmoil, yes. Turmoil, yes. Uh, night two, Kevin went five and two. Tony went four and three. Oh, my God. Did I? And I went three and four. Yahtzee. You didn't do so terrible. I didn't so I didn't do so good either. Well, you oh, had winning other than the last night. I'm sorry. You had winning nights other than the last night. Like you were plus other than the last. <laughs> night. Right, but I needed that. You know, um, we all won on Rhea Ripley. We all won on Apollo Cruz. We all won on Kevin Owens. We all lost on the Fiend. What the fuck was that, dude? Uh, me and Tony lost on tag team turmoil. We thought to, I thought I mean I thought Tamina and Natty were gonna get their the WrestleMania moment. Uh and I thought because Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler fucking hate each other, why are they still the women's tag team champions? Because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Uh I lost uh me and Kevin lost Riddle. Tony, you picked Sheamus to retain or win, excuse me. And then we all picked different people to win the main event. Kevin came out on top, he took Roman Reigns. Uh, Tony took Edge, and I took Daniel Bryan. That's right. Ooh. Ooh. Well, there you go. Big dog, baby. Uh, for the weekend, Kevin went 20 and 4. Ooh, Kevin. Tony went 18 and 6. Not bad. And okay. I went 14 and 10. Oh, you're in the All right. So I am. Compar- 
comparatively speaking, that's not good. I am 10 games behind Kevin, who is in first place. Tony is five games behind Kevin. See, I'm pissed because I was catching up. Now I fell two back. I fell two more back. Hey, listen, when you're good, you're good, kid. We got a long season. I'm not going to get down on myself. I got a lot more picks to make. Uh, Backlash, WrestleMania Backlash is coming up. Impact Rebellion is coming up. Oh, come on. Not picking against me against... And Wait, impact. is Impact Rebellion an actual pay per view? Oh yeah, yes, Big that's an actual pay per view. That's happening April twenty fifth. Oh great! All right, so, so we kind of touched on some WrestleMania and NXT with Dave. Uh, you know, in between busting his balls about Thunder Rosa, what did you guys like about NXT Stand and Deliver and WrestleMania the whole week? Uh, I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead, Kev. I mean, NXT is just like the brand. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. It's just so, like, the only match I did, I don't think I watched, and I have no idea why, is Kushida and Pete Dunne. I did not see that match. I don't know how I missed it, but I watched everything else. And the biggest point to me, uh, the biggest takeaway from that is how big of a star Raquel Gonzalez is going to be. And I think it was it was the right move. It was the the time to do it. She is, she has... Amazon star potential, the likes where as much as people criticize someone like Nia Jax, I feel like Raquel Gonzalez could be that big presence on the main roster that, or even in still an NXT that, that can be that mega, mega, mega star. And she just earned it. And uh, it was absolutely an incredible match. Um, uh, MSK, I think winning is super. Uh, let's see, Tony. Engage with me. Tony, what are your thoughts on MSK winning the tag team titles? Good for them. Didn't see it. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I, I only watched two matches from NXT. I only saw the uh, the women's title match, and I saw the uh, Walter UK title match. Those are the only ones I really had time to watch today. Oh, so that, that, that again, was- and this, this goes back to the fact that there was so much wrestling this week. Absolutely, and not even so much wrestling, so much lengthy wrestling, where we're, we're going two hours, two and a half hours, four hours, six hours. And that's not including power, not including uh, impact. So a ring of honor. So there was so much to watch. So uh, I think MSK winning was the right move. Go with them. I thought they were going to go with them a little earlier than, than they did, but the fact that they're going with them now, love it. Love uh, that. So those were the two big takeaways I'm sure there'll be more once we continue talking about it. Matt, what about you? What did you? Uh, I enjoyed Walter and Tomasa Ciampa. I thought that was the mat, the NXT match of the, the, the two shows. I thought they told a great story uh, from go Walter smashing the table with his hand and then not being able to use it uh, for the majority of the match. And Tomasa Ciampa channeling this, uh, this evil black heart, uh, yeah. the person that he was, uh, before he got hurt and went away. So I really enjoyed that match. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez winning was really good. Uh, I like Pete Dunne and Kushida. Uh, the tag match was excellent. Uh, I thought Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly was a little long. Oh, I thought it was great, though. Uh, but they did a really great job, and I think that's a perfect way to send Adam Cole off. I won't be surprised if you see him on Raw or SmackDown this week. Um, he, Here's the thing. I don't. As great as Adam Cole is, I don't see him transitioning well to the main roster. 
I mean, look, there's a ton of guys from NXT that don't. Ricochet isn't doing anything. He's floating around there. Alistair Black hasn't been on TV since October. Um, but there's only so many times they could be in the title, title, right? Yeah. Like, what else? There's nothing else for Adam Cole to do in NXT, is there? I mean, he could be the proverbial, I guess, staple or the the bar raiser or the... God, what's God? I'm 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 trying to find a comparable to Adam Cole because here's the thing: we've never really had a developmental territory that's also been a third brand before. First of all, we never had a developmental territory like ever that's had a TV show like this. So, does Adam Cole? Oh, I know what Gargano would probably be the the comparable, and he's on the same brand. Does Gar like Gargano never got brought up, and he's still tremendous. Adam Gargano got brought up for like two weeks. And yeah, of course. Yeah, well, of course, of course, I know that. But um, I think Adam Cole could be. You know, why wouldn't you bring up Gargano? Oh, because he's got the way, so he's got that stable going. He's for got him. the North American title too. Yeah, so I think Adam Cole could be that guy. And first of all, Johnny Gargano wanted to stay in the next day. He was brought up and wanted to go back. I know. I think Champa was hurt at the same time. I'm not sure. So that could have. Uh, scallywagged it, but if Adam Cole stays in NXT for his entire career, I uh, I think he'd be okay with that because he could be that guy. He could be what that happened, of the brand. What happens to Finney Finn now that he lost the title? Is he staying in NXT? See, I could see him going back up. That would make sense. I think the WWE is in a really good place after WrestleMania. Look, we we've done this. We're going on ten years in November, and we always talk no part timers, no bullshit, no this. Uh, I I uh, was doing research for WrestleMania last week, and I heard a crazy stat. This is the first WrestleMania since 1988 that did not feature Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, or Triple yeah. H. And then you could throw in, you want to throw in Cena, Brock, whatever. There were the only part, the re, only real part timer was Shane. You know, you could make an argument for Shane, but this was a clean slate for them. Like this was a, a WrestleMania that we've kind of been looking for, where they create new stars, right? But but did but did they? I don't know if they did, but they've op- they've opened a lot of doors now. Okay, um, Bianca Ripley, hundred percent. Right, and and even with the shitty storylines that they've not been telling on Raw, they've given themselves a chance now to redeem themselves. Clearly, you could see there's still dog shit uh, there because, uh, like, I watched Russell, I watched Night Two last night, like the last hour and a half, um, and like the shit with Bailey and the fucking Bellet, like, uh, why, why, what think, the, f- think... why even bother? Because they, they think... do it every year. Maybe, I know, man. but why? There's chatter that. Bailey Nikki might be a program they're gonna go. Oh, uh, how fucking stick my head in the fucking toilet! You can look, but you can't Dude, touch. Say what you want about the Bellas, and and I'm telling you, they're they're certified. They're certified Hall of Famers. They're uh, they deserved it. Kevin, and Nick, they Bella, and Nikki can, and Be- they, Nikki and Bree did not have terrible matches once they got. They seen. cannot hang in the ring with the this crop of women. Just let them know. go. I don't know that. I wait, wait, wait. don't know that. Which one? Didn't one of the Bellas have a match with um with what's her nuts? Uh, Liv Morgan Ronda Rousey. Yeah, one of them got beat up by Ronda Rousey, right? Didn't no, not one of beat them... up, but had like a like a fifteen minute match with her or some shit. I'm telling you, they they are more than capable of holding their own 
and having a match that makes sense for them. So it's not going to be a bells and whistles match. They could do they both of them, and they both have completely different I'm, skill but sets. But I'm not asking that. I'm asking why does that garbage need to be part of WrestleMania? Who's Matt, yeah, why does Kamala dancing on a table and William Regal going into seeing Kamala dancing on his table? But that didn't it. happen last night. I'm talking about last night. I'm not talking about 20 years All ago. Right. Well, if, because yeah. if history is a guide, it happens. It's not. Ne- it was unnecessary having Hulk Hogan and Titus O'Neil come out and then Bailey come out and do that. And then the Bellas come out. It was stupid. All right. You know what? I'll agree with that, especially because WWE has an awful habit of doing stupidity, especially when WrestleMania is running long. Like at that point, with all the nonsense and gaga in between matches, it's like, all right, can we just get to the fucking main event? I've been waiting for this thing. Why are we going to spend five minutes doing this nonsense? It was the same shit when Brodus Clay had his mama and all the fucking mamas came out. It's like, come on, man. This fucking show's seven hours long already. Let's just get to the main event. We don't need this. Oh, that's 100% a fair point. If you're, if you're talking about cutting down the length of the show, that's fine. But if you're talking about the actual content, let's not act like, listen, WrestleMania, what was it? Uh, who was singing in the shower with freaking... Uh... Oh, Kev, you're absolutely right to your point. But at, but at that point in the night, it's like, all right, we've already had a very long week of wrestling. I just want to get to the fucking main uh, event. I'll the Bolsheviks and freaking... Uh, that's, that's always... Shower, yeah, I remember. That was... um. Oh, what the fuck? Who's the first host of the uh, the, the, uh, the late night talk show? What the guy? What the... Steve Allen. Steve Allen, yeah. Uh, Tony, your uh, Nikki Bella Ronda Rousey match took place at WWE Evolution. How long was the match? 14 minutes and 7 seconds. There you there go. You, go. you got a 15-minute match out of fucking Nikki Bella, Nikki Knockers. You know what else is weird mentioning that match? Is it a thing now where, like, every other match we have to fucking turn the microphones up to actually hear what the wrestlers are saying? Like, this is for all the people that were bullied, and why don't you just stay down? And I own it. Come on, man. What happened to fucking emotion in the face? Why do we need to hear this shit, you know? It's just like every... Look, a couple of matches, fine. It just seemed like every match they had to have people talking. I'm like, why? just don't care man didn't catch that oh a lot dude a lot so nxt stand and deliver obviously uh across the board it was a great show i oh, do and, agree that and, that walter champa match was fucking unreal the story and, was amazing the wrestling was amazing and we had a bunch of titles changed we talked raquel gonzalez beat eo shrive uh carrying cross beat finn uh and that all kicks off tuesday night on nxt uh now on tuesday night so that'll yeah. be pretty exciting uh, I think I did a like a thing on Twitter last night when Mania was over. I'll turn it over to you guys. Best match of WrestleMania. Probably the main event of night two. Yeah, I agree with Kevin. Main event of the show. Un- unbelievable. I match. think Edge or uh, Edge or Edge uh, Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns is probably the best. Nah, great, great story, great emotion. Watching Daniel Bryan lose his shit and with the heel tendencies, watching Edge lose his shit with the heel tendencies, the fucking the finish, or when they they both had Roman Reigns in the lock at the same time, dude. I was fucking almost jumping off the couch watching it. That was a fucking great match. And, and if you want to give a close second just for the spot, probably Sheamus bro kicking Riddle while he was doing a moonsault just for the pure spot of it is probably a moment that shouldn't go unnoticed as much as I don't really want to talk about riddle. That's probably a good 
moment. So the three matches that people mentioned most before you chime in there, Tony, obviously that main event, the main event from night one, Sasha and Bianca, um, Right. And then Rollins and Cesaro, a lot of people really liked that match, that too. That was a fucking... That would probably be yeah. my number two. That was a great match. A I liked match. the Sheamus-Riddle match. Um, I liked I liked Lashley and and um, Claymore, except for the fucking distraction. Like, I didn't get it. Like, you, he's all focused on winning the title, and MVP just yells, hey, and he turns around. It's like, come on, man. I also think that the women's tag title match from night two, not the gauntlet, but the title match, I think should get another look. If people kind of pass by it, should get another look because I think that yeah. was a really good match. Overall, there were there were there were a few areas where it was kind of like, ah, they could have tightened that up a little bit. But story wise, I think they did a great job. Yeah. Should get another look from people, I think. And you guys are oh, you were okay with Sasha Bianca. Hundred percent. That's that's actually probably a match that I put top three. Probably. Here's here's one thing that I hope and pray they're gonna work in with Bianca one day, and they're gonna give him the fucking the, the Sherry Martell treatment where they cut her fucking ponytail off. That's gotta be coming down. That's gotta be coming down yeah. at some point. I agree. It's gotta be. I agree. It has it's to. Fucking cause... weapon, dude. That's gonna be if 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 anything happens from this. And Sasha Banks goes back to her fucking nasty tendencies. She's going to bitch and moan and go, that's that's not fucking hair. That's a weapon. Tony, you're 100% right. It's too noticeable of an aspect of her gimmick to not be a focal point of a storyline at some point in terms of getting removed. Has to. And I agree with you 100%. And how else, you know, that's a great way to get someone fucking mega heat. So whether it's Sasha, whether it's who, no matter who it is. Doesn't... Unless it's some other, unless it's some yeah. other woman that comes down the pipe in a few years, you know. Yeah, it could be. It is that's Tony. You're oh god, that's, that's a so great call. An intelligent. It's uh, <laughs> that's why I'm here. It's I don't want to say I don't want to say this sounding demeaning. It's low hanging fruit, but it's so genius in terms of how you could uh, either promote somebody new or bring somebody back or or just develop a storyline with with uh, Bianca. And I'm and to be honest with you, I'm surprised they haven't done it already. Because they they're, they're gonna let her go with it because it's her gimmick, and I think yeah. you save something like that uh, for something big, something epic, and it's gonna be that one day where Bianca's like, you know what, I'm kind of tired of fucking wearing this thing on my yeah. head. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And if, at the end of the day, you know, like everything else in wrestling, like the Fiend gets spurned and now he's not, or Randy Orton gets burned and now he's not, they could always bring it back to make it to make it clutch again. Kev, I pose this question to you. Who right. is the low-key MVP of the entire WrestleMania weekend? And I pose it to you for a reason. You should know the answer to this. I know the answer. I'm See, probably Matt not going to know the answer. You do this. know the are answer, we, Kev. Are we, are we including NXT? No, no, no. WrestleMania. The two nights. Oh, God. Uh, low-key MVP deserves so much more credit that it's going to be attributed. It's a KJG guy. 100%. God, holy crap. Um, Apollo? Oh. No, Matt, it's The Miz. No. It's The Miz. Oh, no, no. First of all, it's Bad Bunny. No, no, no. It's The Miz. Because The Miz could have shit all over that skinny little fucker, and he didn't. He made him look like a fucking bazillion dollars. The bumps, the attitude, the crowd work. Every single thing the Miz did, I was like, that's why this motherfucker's a star. And that's why it's a shame he only held the belt for a week last month. 
fucking shame. Oh. That dude is aces. He's always a company man. Vince McMahon should be paying him fucking five times as much as he's getting paid. He probably is getting paid very, very well. Oh, you saw the picture of him in front of his house for the fucking show, <laughs> Miz and Mrs. Motherfucker is getting paid. And, yo, but that's not just... I, you know what? That's a match that should be right up there, too. Let's not discount that match. <sighs> oh, come on. I, I, no, I think the. I mean, the match wasn't. It wasn't bad, but I. I don't think it took took the. You know, the story between Sasha and Bianca was great, and the triple threat story was fucking amazing. Um, you know, you might be able to slide it into like a top five. Yeah, you're probably right. Because there was a story there, and the bad bad bunny was super involved. Uh, <laughs> since the Rumble, so. Yo, how is it that the, one of the best storytelling matches at WrestleMania involved Bad Bunny? Because I think that's the so. We, we kind of touched on this last week, Kevin. Like, I think that's the problem with WWE. They put their, they pick like five stories and they put all their eggs in the basket. Yeah. And then you take like, you know, even Dave said it, like Oscar Rhea Ripley should have been so much more than it was. And people were just kind of like checked out. And it's not even like, oh, it was a long show because they split WrestleMania up into two nights. Like, that's your main feature women's match. And it's between two hell of a, yeah. of of women that can really work and like you so. you would have thought there would have been more meat on the bone to it but, but it was just like Rhea's here and she wants the title and and to- yeah and you know what you just you just basically said what I was gonna say Tony there's got to be more to a story than just a call up and I'm here for your belt like there's got to be more than that yeah and, and the other thing that surprised me is usually the big call up is after mania so they really fucking rushed it I mean. Take a look at what they did on NXT with like the build to Raquel and Io Shirai. Raquel beats Io Shirai in War Games. That's the that's the finish of the match. Yeah. So right away, right there, Raquel's coming out party, and she's got a victory over the champ. Now you build on that. It's like holy shit, can she beat her in a one on one? Does she have the chops? Has she been doing this long enough? Is she talented enough? And you know what? The match with Ripley and Oscar not taken away from the NXT Women's match because that was a good match too. That match was a lot better. I was crisper. I thought it was a lot more like tight. You know what I'm saying? A little bit, little bit slop, slop, rocky. But she's young. She's young in the business. She'll get there. But you've got the big, the bigger match with absolutely no story. Who gives a shit? I, I give more of a shit about Io Shirai and Raquel Gonzalez's coming out party. I don't know. No, I'm with, and, I, and I'm hoping. You know, we're kind of every year after WrestleMania, we get a clean slate. Now, Bobby Lashley, he retained Roman Reigns. He retained, um, you know, where what's what's ne- what's is is the plan for Roman uh, for him to run through to the WWE and then wait till next year. The Rock in Dallas. See, here's the thing, though, that I'll disagree with you slightly on is that. After WrestleMania, we don't get that clean slate as much as we used to. No, we well, should, though. You would. Yeah. Go ahead. Talk you would it. hope at this point, because it seemed like a lot of like, you know, they fucking announced that WrestleMania backlash. So, you know, we're going to get some shit or other with Daniel Bryan and Edge and Roman Reigns again. That's that's got to be in the works. Yeah, what right. are they going to pivot Roman Reigns to for that month? Is it going to be a match where the winner gets another title shot? Like something's going to happen there. But the one that kills me, look, I don't even give a fuck like about the Fiend storyline so much, but it's like you build up. Randy Orton kills the fucking guy and then he comes <laughs> back and then he fucking loses because Alexa Bliss is fucking Papa Shango in out of her head. So it's like, 
is it done with Randy Orton? Is it moving to, to ship between the Fiend and Alexa now? Like, WrestleMania is supposed to be the end, and in a lot of cases, the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Like, for, you know, Bret Hart having his alliance with, uh, you know, with Bad News Brown, they were, they were buddies, and then Bad News Brown turns on him. All right, WrestleMania was the, the end. Bad News Brown kicked everybody's ass. Now we got a beginning. He's going to feud with fucking Bret Hart. It's always like the end and a beginning. Always. Yeah, that one, he, I have no fucking idea where they're going. And I agree with you 100%. But here's the thing that I didn't even realize until like two days ago, that Backlash is like supposed to be like a post-WrestleMania thing where maybe things do tie over. And I haven't gone back to look at the cards or anything to see what Backlash cards were like after the WrestleManias. So Backlash in, in itself is supposed to be like maybe the last step uh, to continue. It is, but it shouldn't be. But No, I agree. Like WrestleMania 2000, Backlash was the Rock and Triple H where the Rock won the title. Why couldn't you fucking do that at Mania? Yeah, I agree. No, 100%, Tony. Give Tony. it to Rock and let Hunter be the chaser. You know, you get rid of the, all the McMahon bullshit and it's a fresh start. Now the Rock is the champ. Yeah, WrestleMania. Chris Benoit, too. Chris Benoit was the same shit going to Backlash after he won the title. WrestleMania should be the backlash. Like, it yes, hundred percent. It yes. should be the backlash of that entire wrestling calendar year. Hundred yeah. percent. But they don't do that, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, agree. Unfortunate. Well, backlash takes place Sunday, May sixteenth, on the Peacock. Great. Uh, what do you guys think of Mania overall? If you had to give it a grade. God, very good. Um, <laughs> that's my grade. Very good, Matt. Very good is the grade. No, I'd, I'd say. Oh God, it's hard to not give it a ten. To be honest with you, I'm I'm hem, I'm hemming and hawing on a on a B plus A minus. I might push it to A minus overall. Oh, if we're going letter grade A. A couple things just hold me back, like the Braun Strowman thing. I mean, it was it was pretty uh, yeah. pretty innovative, but the whole thing with Shane, I just I'm fucking done with it. Damn like it. we're fighting because you're stupid. It's like eh. yeah, you know what? You're right about that, Tony. Although. The fucking return of the fucking dick grabber. That's a that's a plus. Who's the dick grabber? Dabo Kane. He came out and he helped fucking uh, Yoohoo Nation win. As soon as he came on the screen, I'm like, yo, dick grabber's back. What is it? What is it? Commodore, Commodore or something? Yeah, Commodore 64. It was Dabo Kane, wasn't it? Dabo yeah, but his Dabo. name is like Commodore. Yeah, his name Ozzy. is, uh, let's see, I have it right here. He Commodore. will be known as, oh, fuck, Aziz, where did it go? I think. Commodore Aziz? Yeah, Maybe, Commodore yeah. Aziz. Yeah, that's right. So he's not Double Kane anymore? No, he's a Commodore. No, he's Commodore. Oh, does that mean he's going to sing? Later! Let me ask you guys. I don't watch a ton of the WWE, obviously, but I did Matt, catch a bit of neither, WrestleMania. Neither do I. Okay, so they showed all these video packages setting up this Nigerian drum fight. Yes. Okay. Right? And I don't... I'm just going to come out and say it, Okay. And one promo, Apollo Cruz is talking like me. And then the next promo, he's got this fucking dumb accent. Because he discovered his Nigerian roots, yeah. that's why. Okay, that's sometimes. what happened? I don't know. I'm like, he's talking yeah. regular, and then he's talking like this guy. And I can't do an accent because I'm going to sound Jamaican. I'm not good at accents. He's doing whatever accent he's doing. Nigerian. Nigerian. All right, I don't know what Nigerian. I'm sorry, I haven't been around Nigerians. I don't know their accents. Watch okay. your, watch yourself some great power Udi stuff. You'll learn Nigerian. No, you accent. know what? I'm good. Thanks. Thanks. Super super happy for Apollo Cruz to win the IC title. Um, 
even, you know, he had the help of the dick grabber, so that was cool. I guess he's going to have his own little, you know, Truth Commission 2021, but I don't know what. What I, what I The one thing I didn't understand was, do you remember they had that symphony match on Raw a few years ago? It was like Cesaro was involved, I think Elias, um, um, Braun Strowman, where they had all these fucking musical instruments at ringside, like the gong was there, and they had drums, they had like guitars and the big bass and all that other shit. Yes, please. It was the symphony match. And I know. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and, and- symphony for symphony of destruction match. Braun Strowman and Elias versus Nakamura and Cesaro. There you go. Uh, there's also one Jeff Hardy versus Elias. Yep. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> I got a good memory, folks. Yeah, How do you why? remember that? <laughs> How do you remember a symphony of destruction? Because I, re- I remember somebody getting thrown into the gong or somebody got really hurt. I want to say it was Nakamura got hurt. I don't remember specifically, but something fucking really screwed up. Happened. Oh, we got a big drum. We got a tuba. We got one of those uh, douchey jazz basses, the stand up basses. Yep. Look, Cesaro's going to try and hit Braun. Nope. Braun Strowman puts the drum right through Cesaro and then punches him <laughs> to the ground. This is. <laughs> Bad. Where's Nakamura? Oh, Sami Zayn hit, hit uh he hit Braun Strowman with a ukulele. Oof. Oh boy, he's got a, uk- a ukulele. Is that what it's called? A ukulele? Ukulele, yep. It's a this is uh instrument. this is like one of the last uh SmackDowns before the pandemic. This was February twenty first, two thousand. There was a crowd for that? Yep, oh yeah. Look, fucking Cesaro's playing the cowbell. Oh, and I need he, more cowbell. Oh, but he I missed Elias. Fe- I got a fever, and the only cure. Now Elias smacks him with the cowbell. cowbell. Oh God! Oh. There was a giant gong at ringside too, Tony. So uh, let me yeah, see. they reused it for this match, the Nigerian drum match. Yeah, let's see when that. Uh, oh, oh, there's a table. So Elias goes through the table. He almost missed it. Uh, yeah, this is a thing. God bless you, Tony, for remembering. Uh, no, God has not blessed me with memories of man, this. Man, you went from the Backlash 2000 main event to Symphony of Destruction match. Yeah. You are a wild. Oh, yes. Braun Strowman just did that thing where he makes the train sound, and Cesaro flew into an electric guitar. All right, so I understand the train sound. At least it makes sense. But what the fuck is with Matt Riddle with the birds? Because <laughs> he's for the birds. Who, who the fuck knows? Hey, what'd you think of RVD giving out rolling papers to Great Collie and uh, Matt Riddle? That's his uh, thing, right? Well, Matt Riddle's been doing that for a couple of weeks now, right? Or no? What rolling papers? Yeah, I think he's been doing all. What? What is this papers? You know, I could be wrong. Like walking be... papers. Dead wrong. <laughs> Who's getting fired, pal? <laughs> Ooh, you think there's going to be any bloodletting after Mania this year? You mean future endeavors? Yes, choppy choppy roster. Hmm. Uh, maybe. I don't, think, I don't think does, so. Does this mean we're going to get a fucking uh, lethal lottery fucking drafts again? It's, it's about time for a superstar shakeup, goddammit. Nah, they just did that back in October, no? Yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Or, or <laughs> October of last year. Fox is happy. Who gives a shit? I don't know. It looks like we're getting a rematch for the women's title tonight. Which Any surprises tonight? yet? Pop up? Any uh, debuts? Uh, Bobby Lashley defended his title against Matt Riddle in a non-title Ooh. match. Were there any title defenses after WrestleMania this year, like Big Show last year? Whoa. No, 
No. Oh. It looks like the Viking Raiders are back. Ah. Whoa. Uh, and like they that. beat uh, they beat Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, so I guess they're still a team. Good, because they're fucking losing. Oh, they God, see, that, see, Dave LaGreca hit on a, something so poignant that I think we should comment on. Breaking up the hurt business is the worst, the worst thing ever. And really, God, that was such a fucking overstable, such a great group. Ah, giving Maybe Cedric just felt, just felt like an MVP was the way to go, kind of like uh, Paul Heyman and uh, Roman on SmackDown. I don't know. I agree 100%. I think it was a mistake, but maybe that's what they're thinking. Maybe what are they, they thinking? Maybe they need their, their Heyman, Roman Reigns for Raw. You know, big fucking nasty bastard with the fucking brains behind him. Wait, so, oh, so you think that MVP and Bobby Lashley is the equivalent of Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns? That's the only logical explanation. But what about, they also have Jey Uso. So why couldn't Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander be Jey Uso? Because Lashley is more of a fucking wrecking machine than Roman is because Roman's full of shit. That's a tough I call. I, look, I, it's the only call I can think of. I mean... I just think that they don't have... I just don't think they like... To me, it's just that they just don't want Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin to succeed. As sad as that sounds. Like, no, why, I, I, like why, wouldn't you, why wouldn't you keep them together? Unless they have bigger plans for Lashley and they think that he could be better without them i just that's, don't understand that, it i mean that's got to be it i don't get it either but it's it's got to be that that kind of explanation no the hurt business was the best thing that wwe had on raw matt you were just gonna speak yeah that's uh to... yeah so uh we got uh rhea ripley oscar tonight is happening and we got uh adnan verk he's the new raw commentary guy yep canadian boy uh so I know there's been a lot of rumors about uh, Becky Lynch coming back. Yeah, she was trolling again. Um, and I know that there was the president of the WWE is on a Colin Cowherd podcast last week, and he said Becky Jack and Ronda are will be back sooner than later. Uh-oh. Uh, so you never know. That could be happening tonight. I'll keep my eyes on uh, on these raw results as our show progresses. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, how do you feel about uh, Vlad getting his super fan award? That was out of left field, no? That's pretty wild. Good, for, you know what? Good for him. Yeah. I mean, how could you? How could you be upset about it? Exactly. He's going to get his you? own documentary and everything. That's pretty awesome. Well, they were supposed to do that last year with that guy from New York as well, weren't they? Didn't they interview that little Italian guy, whatever his name is, from New York? The guy that's always with Vlad. Brock Lesnar guy. No, you got you got to remember who it is. Like, he's is he, like the, a, is no, he but, the guy with the long black hair? No, is that the guy that someone posted a a photo of him and who I think you're talking about? But to me, the super fans go Vlad, tie dye guy, cactus jack guy, and then. I guess in a distant, distant, distant fourth is Brock Lesnar guy. Which one's Brock Lesnar? He's the guy that he's 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 recent, so you probably wouldn't. You just like really, he just got like a. He's always in the front row at. at, Excuse me. 
always in the front row at shows. But to me, it's Vlad, tie-dye guy, Cactus Jack guy. And and Cactus Jack guy might be a name that I just made up, but I think that he's always there. You guys Wait, know what I'm talking about. Tie-dye guy's not hat guy. What? Tie-dye guy's not hat guy. You're talking about somebody else. Tie-dye, tie-dye guy is different than hat guy, I think. Okay. Tie-dye guy is a great... He's been there forever for ECW and WWE. See, a lot of the, the super fans are mostly... ECW guys that that I mean Vlad is different Vlad is like I was like a kid seeing Vlad at shows right and Vlad was always next to the small dude with the long black hair maybe that's the guy I'm thinking of what the hell's his name I, I wonder if, if Vlad's presence was just like that big that we didn't notice him the other guy but Cactus Jack guy ECW tie-dye guy uh, so uh, the, the the Hawaiian shirt guy that Tony's talking about. I have no idea who tie dye guy is. You have no idea who tie dye. I'm gonna send you a picture. Of oh no, you know what? I do. We met him outside of Dave Lagreca's 10th anniversary. Yep. Gotcha. That's tie dye guy. Frank the Clown. Whatever happened to that fucking guy? Uh, Adam Lucidi hates Frank the Clown. Uh, we are all right. So. I don't know who the fuck. No, it's okay, boys. <laughs> I know we're gonna. I'm gonna because I found a, a picture. Oh, this is wait. Is this him? Sign guy. This has got to be him. Maybe. No, it doesn't oh. look like him. I I met tie dye guy in the ticket booth window of a show. I can't remember what show it was. I just sent you guys a, a picture of uh, Vlad and the small Italian guy. I think you're talking about. Yeah, he's got like yeah. He looks like he looks like Petey Williams. Oh, no, he does not. Yeah, that fucking guy. Yeah, that nope. guy, right? He does not. They like had Peter something Williams. on him like last year, and they were going to do something with him before the pandemic or some nonsense. Yeah, he does not. The like fuck him. is his name? That's the guy I was talking about. I don't remember this guy at all. The little guy next to Vlad? Yeah, don't remember him at all. Really? Nope. He's all over old WWF stuff, and he's always with Vlad. Well, the, I think that's. I think Vlad's presence is so overwhelming if that. On the Facebook, this is the guy we're talking about right there. Yeah, I don't remember that guy. Yeah. and Vlad's been around for dude. I'm not kidding. At least thirty five years. Oh no, Vlad! I remember wearing that Roddy Piper shirt, like at every show, or he's in some sort of like tank top or something. Before Vlad, uh, before... wasn't he in a Roddy Piper shirt, Tony? He was involved with Roddy Piper. I remember that. I do remember him being oh. in a Piper shirt at some point, but he was at the garden when Piper did a live Piper's pit with Orndorff and Heenan. And they were getting into it. It was back. It was when it was just before Piper retired. Piper was already turning face and, and Orndorff had already turned on Hogan and was back with Heenan. And they were like, you know, if you had to find a tag team partner, you wouldn't be able to find anybody. So they had this whole back and forth. So they come up, uh, Orndorff and Heenan came up with the fact that they could get uh, handsome Harley Race, the king of pro wrestling, to be his partner. Oh, yeah. So uh, Roddy turns to the crowd and sees Vlad in the front row and calls him up to the ring. And he comes up to the on the apron on the ropes and uh, Heenan's making fun of him. And everybody's like, you know, cheering. 
And he goes, you know, he came up with somebody and I don't really know if I agree with it, but if you were me and you had to pick somebody to be your partner, who would it be? And he holds the mic to him and Vlad just yells, Hulk Hogan. And the fucking place goes nuts and Piper throws the mic down and bails out of the ring. And Orndorff does his fucking pissed off kicking the ropes and shit. And he even throws his towel and all that stuff. All right. Stuff. I found a list on WWE.com. 10 most famous fans in sports entertainment history. Brock Lesnar guy is on there. He's just a white dude who's always wearing like those afflicted affliction, affliction shirts, yeah. like weird T-shirts. Uh, now, he's on I there. On this list? Uh, straw hat guy, oh. hat guy from ECW. Okay. Uh, angry Miz girl. Okay. She you had know, one moment. She shouldn't be on that list. Uh, there's the really exciting fan. He's like a fat for- kid with like a bowl cut. Is, oh, that's that's from Nitro, right? Yeah. Uh, Cactus Jack guy, Kevin, who you're talking about, also referred to as Faith No More guy. Yes, no- Jim Martin, Faith No More guy. I had no idea that's who because he, he looks like the the he looks drummer. Like Jim Martin from Faith No More. Yeah, no, the no, I, I get it. Um, tie dye guy who always dresses like the Hulkster. He kind of looks like you know he's always got the Hulkster mm-hmm. shit on. Uh, sign guy. I guess yeah, there's that's, a- that's the guy I'm guy. looking at here, Rick Ackenberger. Ackenberger. Yes. I don't know who he was. Either. I don't know who that is. Uh, the shocked yeah. Undertaker guy. That's the black guy. Yeah, uh, it's still real. It's With still, the glasses, that, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great. That's a great pull. Uh, it's still real to me. Damn it, guy. <laughs> oh, that, that made a WWE.com list. Yes, dude. That guy was on Tosh Point He had a web redemption for that fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, it says it right here. He got yep. to live out his dream and step in the ring with Sergeant Slaughter, DiBiase, and Coco Beware. Bobby Mellick. Uh Vlad. He's not number one? I don't it's not like a top ten list. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Wait, they didn't put the girl that was crying over Macho Man and Liz getting back together? <laughs> you would have figured that would have been a gimme. At oh, WrestleMania seven? Yeah, this was done yeah. in two thousand fifteen by the Fink. Well, WrestleMania seven happened before that. So. I know, oh, I'm, I'm just aware. telling you. Published June fourth, two thousand fifteen. God damn. Super fans. Yeah, they were showing that guy that's with Vlad at some pizzeria in Brooklyn, and he was talking about being a fan and stuff. Uh, Charlotte Flair cut a promo. Great. Uh, Is she still pregnant, or they don't know? No, she's not pregnant anymore. (laughs) Wait, what? She was never pregnant. That was was one of the reasons why she was being kept off of Mania. One of the uh, WWE doctors, when she went for a physical, said, you're pregnant, and it turns out she wasn't. Like in like a nothing ever happened way or in like a scary. No, no, no. She wasn't pregnant, but some test that they were running for something else came back positive for whatever it was. And they said, that's an indication that you're pregnant. And then like, I thought she had COVID. You know, it turns out she wasn't pregnant. They had already pulled her at that point. And then she wound up with COVID anyway. Oh, all right. So if you don't get a baby, you get COVID. Right. And your fiance husband gets released or they let him go home. Makes sense. Um, that fucking guy said he was making $3 million a year. Do you believe that shit? Andrade? Yeah. Yes. Sure. $3 million a year for Andrade. Maybe not, not WWE, but he's probably making $3 million a year some way. That's crazy. I mean, if he signed to, he said his WWE contract was $3 million a year, so. Oh, well, then there you go. There you go. Because you have to remember, pre-pandemic, he was you know, elsewhere in CMLL and he wasn't, you know, you send him to Mexico for shows. 
Now, did he say three million a year, or did he say three mil three million for his contract? He said three million a year. Yeah, it was three right. million a year. Right. I, I mean, I'll believe it. Good for him. Um, outside of the WWE world, we got word that there will be a AEW's first ever blood and guts match will take place May fifth with the Pinnacle against the Inner Circle. They rushed that. They rushed that. That I mean, should not be happening until like fucking September, October. Not should not be happening now. I'm very surprised that they're doing that. If they're doing that just to get it in, that's a big mistake. This is uh, this is the world we live in now. Just get the get the big money match as soon as you can to to boost numbers. I and Tony, I agree with you. And they're giving Matt- this away on TV, aren't they? Yes. Why? That's your fucking two hundred thousand buy pay per view right there. Unless the five in a cage. Unless the two hundred thousand dollar pay per view is Jericho MJF one on one, headlined by Kenny okay. Omega against Kota Ibushi. Something yeah. like that though, fucking blood and guts. You gotta put that on pay per view. You gotta build uh, to that shit, man. I agree with you. Wow, Tony Khan don't want to make money. Come on, bro. I know you got a lot. Don't you want more? Now is here's my. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Do we? Does there need to be like that weird like? each guy from their stable wrestles each other and t- to lead up to this. I mean, clearly we've reached the point where, where they're, it's at a boiling point already after when the inner circle returned and they bloodied up Dax and then they beat up Jericho last week. They rushed that too, man. They could have like- a week off of that. They could have fucking had a slow burn, a little back and forth ski little, maybe there's a tag match. Maybe we get fucking proud and powerful against the uh ftr maybe there's some shenanigans maybe there's a pull apart do that for you could you could stretch it out for a month or two i mean you have three weeks until this and i thought and don't quote me on this i thought i saw somewhere that they can go full capacity now in jacksonville but still man do that on a pay-per-view how could you go full capacity in jacksonville and not go full capacity in tampa Oh, no, you me. can. You can. It, it's by choice. Yeah, it's by municipality or by choice of what you want to actually do. Yeah. But what, like, is this going to be like SummerSlam, like 97, where each person from each like, group is going to have a match? Like, you're going to have like British Bulldog versus Ken Shamrock in a dog food eating match. You're going to have Owen Hart and Stone Cold for like, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, look, look at the way they used to run war games. You'd have builds for like almost a year. And then that was the big blow off. Get everybody in the cage, you know. Okay. I thought we were talking about they're each going to have individual matches at some point with each other. They should. I mean, they should. It would make more sense, right? I mean, dude, go. This is like a very, like, hit me now, hit me hard, like culture in terms of like, give me something to watch right now. It's 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 very. What have you done for me lately? So I don't, I mean, I don't like it, but I mean, if they're going to do it, rock and roll, baby. I don't know. No, I, I, Tony, it, fundamentally, I'm with you. Not not the route I would have gone, but, you know, they're, they're, it's their company. Look, maybe, yeah. I, now I don't know. Now I know last year, let's think about this from a business standpoint, they sold what double or nothing was going to be at the MGM and Las Vegas, right? right? And then the pandemic happened, and I'm pretty sure they said if you had tickets for 2021, you can use them, and or if you had tickets for 2020, you can redeem them in 2021. 
they might not have the space to set up a second ring at a pay-per-view in May, the end of May. So maybe this is this is a, a, a serviceable to lead to, like Kevin said, Jericho, MJF. You know, loser so, loser <laughs> leaves town. Jericho goes on tour with Fozzie. He's out for like six months. Uh, you'd make MJF go over at the end of that feud? Well, you're not going to leave Jericho there. Look, I think we're all in agreement. I think the inner circle has run its course, right? I don't agree with that. No, I, I, I tend to agree with it, though. I tend to agree. I'm not going to hate on anybody that does agree with it, but... I hope you don't hate on me, bro. Oh, I love you. The thing, is, Look, the thing is, like, Proud and Powerful really... All right, great. They hung out with Jericho for a year. Let them fucking move on, dude. Like, to, move on. to me, like, this is kind of like... Because they just had this big reunion, right? So they just finally, like, dissolved or, you know, got rid of all of their negativity. So now they're all together again. So if that's the case... Have the horsemen ever really, truly run their course in their mainstay? This is still pretty new. So I think that the inner circle could be around, especially in this carnation. I don't think there's anyone else that should be involved unless it's for a storyline purpose. But this version, these five guys, or these six guys? No, it's five. Here's a thought. Here's a thought. They have this blood and guts. They have this match. And inner circle goes away at this point. You want to bring them back in a year, bring them back in a year. Say we're getting back together out of necessity. Keep those guys off of TV for a few weeks. Let the, uh, let the elite or whatever, whatever they're called, the pinnacle, Pinnacle. let them, let them have their fucking run. Let the, let them go after the tag belts. Let them beat the bucks, you know, let them, let them go after TNT championships. Let MJF step up. Maybe he gets a match with Kenny Omega. Who knows? Well, well, just because the pinnacle can succeed doesn't mean that you have to disassemble the inner circle. And I tried to, I wanted to bring this up with Dave, but wrestling seems to be very stable, heavy. Now it's, it seems to be that way in every single company that you can actually look at stable seem to be the way that people are going now. And if that's the case, then have inner circle, have pinnacle, you know, have death triangle, have, you know, uh, God, what's the freaking uh, dark order have, you know, Matt Hardy's group have, and then WWE was the same until they just broke up the hurt business. You had hurt business. You had NXT, you had uh, Legato Fantastic, like you had it. So it's stable seemed to be the way to, that the wrestling business is trending right now. Yeah, and until you said it, I completely forgot that Matt Hardy had a group now. Holy Christ. Dude, it's it's everywhere. It's New Japan. Matt, I'm sure you could say it's New Japan. Japan has been in their culture for a long time. They've had these statements. Right, right? and from a look, from you look at it from a booking standpoint, it's it works great for them. Yeah. It's it's wrestling, it's it seems to be like this. So if you don't approve of I've seen the memes, I've seen the gifts of everything. You know, stables, fi- factions, everyone has fact. Well, you know what? If that's the way the business is trending, then you know what? Deal with it or get off the freaking ship. Like, it's it seems to be a stable, heavy business. Look, it and- give it gives uh, you it. It's an extra layer to the story, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You have you have guys that represent the inner circle. So no matter you know if they're rest- totally laughing the way I said because <laughs> I because if- I'm literally unsipping a a beverage while I went that way. You know why is why is the proud and powerful going to wrestle 
evil Uno and Stu Grayson, you know? Is it just for a, a contendership shot, or is there more to it? Is it which stable is better? Better, excuse me. Better. Who, who stands, I love it. You who stands me, you know, taller on so the hill? Um, Knowing is half the battle, Kevin. Yes, that's right. You know, it's, Matt, like, I, when I when I stumble, at least Matt is always there to make. That's it. That's what I do. Uh, Mike Tyson was on Dynamite two Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah, and it looks Super like he's going to be there this Wednesday night. The first uh, AEW Dynamite running unopposed. Love Mike Tyson. He's no Shaq. That is true. He's no Shaq. Oh, uh, his, his name is Mike Tyson. You'll see the Young Bucks defend their tag titles against Ray Phoenix and Pac of the Death Triangle this week. Uh, Red Velvet, Jade Cargill, and uh, Anthony Agogo makes his AEW Dynamite debut. Let's go, go, Agogo. All right. Uh, something maybe uh, for those real nerdy wrestling fans like myself, uh, Konosuke Takashita. From DDT, Take right? a shit up? Yes, from DDT made his debut in AEW Dark uh, Elevation tonight. Um, so uh, in 2013, uh, he almost won uh, Rookie of the Year in Japan. Um, Wait, 2013? Yeah. He didn't win. He almost won. But he didn't win. You know who he, you know who he lost to? The fucking winner? He lost to Yo. Yo! Uh, but I he heard was that fucker's back. I heard they're the tag champs. Yeah, again. don't. Uh, he was also in high school when this was happening, so that's pretty crazy town, USA. Yeah, your fucking boys won the fucking IWGP Junior Tag Titles again for the fucking fifth hundredth time. I don't understand why. And your fuckboy lost his title, so enjoy that. Was yeah. there a lot of people that thought that uh, that was Kota Abushi? On on uh, on AEW on that house show, did you guys see that? Uh no, I didn't see that. Okay, a lot of people were thinking that was Kota Ibushi that was going to be uh, with. I think it was Omega, the Bucks, who were wearing the same like jackets as Seth Rollins did. Did you guys see that? Oh. No. Right, good talk, boys. Good talk, indeed. Rapungi bungi bungi. Otunga bunga. Otunga bunga bunga bunga. Um, Impact also moved to Thursday night last week. So, Kevin, how was your first Thursday night of tweeting Impact? Uh, it was tough because it was main. It was like really like going right back with the. Uh, I was trying to avoid spoilers for NXT, so I curtailed it like in the hour mark. And it always seems that uh, you know the devils are always on when impact was on so i try to do my best uh it's just great i didn't watch hardcore justice all of it i watched the first couple matches and uh, you had falaba tjp versus ace austin and fulton and you had um josh alexander pd williams came back and was uh, josh alexander's partner in that triple threat tag team match which was great unfortunately our boy fala uh lost and um and so that was it again. Impact is great. Uh, I tweeted it, but it was tough because I I just I just couldn't avoid the spoilers, so I had to hide the bail. I know uh, I know Jazz lost her career match against Diana Prazu. Oh, all right. Uh, and then I know it looks like we're gonna get Diana Prazu against Tennille at Rebellion. That's gonna be the big match. That's the money match. That's uh, what it should be. Also, it looks like Kevin's gonna have to pick. 
Oh, boy. Between his boys at Rebellion. Oh, boy. Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, inked, baby. Oh, boy. This is going to be tough. I mean, not going to be that tough. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. Do you know it? Oh, uh, can, I, can I give a quick aside yes. on Salabah? Please, I got to pee really fast, so aside you will. <laughs> Tony, that's aside, brother. You're wearing your WrestlePro uh, uh, hoodie. Yeah, your WrestlePro. Yes, is that how you say it? You fu- See? Just look. I don't care. I was going to get up, but you know what? If you're going to bust my balls when I flub my words, I'm going to bust your balls when you do yours, you dick. <laughs> you dick. Go grab your dick, you dick. I am. All right, Tony, what, you, what was your question? Uh, I saw that uh, your boy Falaba came back with some uh, hardware from his trip to Alaska. I did not see that. Wrestle Pro Alaska champion, the great. Oh, I, I thought you meant like like he was hurt or something like that. No, yeah, he's the uh, the frontier, the last frontier champion. So is that a new thing? Was there a tournament? That's a brand. It was a six or eight way ladder match. Oh, Jesus. I think and follow one. I'm not 100% sure. Don't quote me because I, w- I didn't watch it. But Tony, here's some breaking news. <sighs> I will be going to Alaska what? in August. What? Yeah, for the Great Alaskan Bash. What? Yeah. Whoa, Kev. The world is your oyster now that you're vaccinated. I love it. I'm going, baby. It's it. It's uh, it's they're they're pulling out all the stops, and of course, uh, always take a chance to plug Russell Pro, Russell Pro Alaska, uh, big time. Nova's gonna be there. Meanie's gonna be there. Luke Hawks is gonna be there. Huge F and arms. Hawkins, uh, Cardona, Smart Mark. They're 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 bringing out all the stops, and I will be there. So. I'm excited to go to Alaska, baby. That's fucking awesome. Now, you're not yeah. going to stay in a hotel room like you did in Portugal. You're going to fucking get out and about, right? Uh, that's a very good question. I don't know. Oh, so. come on, Kev. Are you going to Alaska? Dude, like, yeah. Wow. It's like five hours from one town to another sometimes. So you got to, yeah, I got to, I got to pick my, you got to pick my things wisely. I always pick my things wisely. That's all right. Especially, you do, Tony. You do. Especially when they itch. Oh, boy. Uh, looks like Rhea Ripley and Asuka ended in a double DQ when Charlotte attacked both of them. Oh, Ooh, Charlotte's back. It's raw, Tony. Relax. It's not a big deal. Uh, when are you going to Alaska? August 24th. Wow. Are you going to miss the podcast? Don't know. We could probably do it. From Alaska? I mean, if we could, if we could work it out, we'll do it. The fucking internet sucks in Utah. How do you think it's gonna be in Alaska? Utah it sucks in West Orange. <laughs> Dude, I've been fuck, I haven't dropped out once tonight. Uh, what else we got? Ring of Honor, um, Violence Unlimited will make their debut on the weekend of uh, April twenty fourth. Uh, they will face LFI, uh, Roosh, Kenny King, and Bestia Del uh, Ring. Uh, and six-man right. action. This week is their 500th episode. Lethal versus Gresham. Briscoe versus Briscoe. Oh. Wait, wait, what? What was that? Lethal against Gresham for the pure and... title. And Mark Briscoe against Jay Briscoe. That's insane. 
for the 500th Ring of Honor episode. This week was awesome. Delirious Rocky Romero was great. And um, Lethal and Gresham faced Bandito and Flamita. And that son of a bitch Flamita, he hasn't changed his tune since the 19th anniversary show. And he beat up Bandita and he walked out. So we have that. Uh, In the New Japan world, uh, the New Japan USA Cup is happening. Uh, Brody King beat Chris Dickinson. Uh, Hikuleo defeated Fred Rossier. Uh, Leo Rush beat Clark Connors. And Filthy Tom beat... Who did Filthy Tom beat? Uh, Ren Narita. So they all move on. This is your final four for the New Japan Strong Championship title. Uh, Leo Rush, Brody King, Tom Lawler, Hikuleo. And the semifinals take place this Friday. I'm sorry, Leo Rush. Um, Dark Side of the Ring will premiere Thursday, May 6th. Here's the six topics they're covering this year. All right. What's the first one? I got six right here for season three. All right. These may not be in order. Uh, Season three will – oh, I'm sorry. Season three will feature 14 episodes in total. The Brian Pillman episode will be the first one. All right, the other six that have the other five that have been confirmed: Nick Gage, Wow, Collision in Korea, Ooh, The Ultimate Warrior, <laughs> Grizzly Smith, which is going to be a rough watch, yeah, and Dynamite Kid. That one's not going to be so easy either. None of them, other than put a fucking gun in me mouth. The, Pil- Pillman will probably be the most intriguing one. And we already we already kind of know about Pillman, right? Yeah, we but things I've things I've heard is that Pillman Jr. doesn't exactly have a great relationship with his mother either. So who knows what we're going to hear about what was going on in the house? Well, we've had Pillman Jr. on. He said that he he never mentioned anything like that. No, but he said it in other interviews. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Collision in Korea one. Me too. Hundred. Yeah. You know what? That's such an under the radar, like controversial thing that there's so many different aspects of it, like relationships with other countries that are involved. (laughs) Um, I actually watched a YouTube video about it last week, actually. uh, Eric Bischoff has talked about it before. Um, Scott Norton had a fucking really bad run in. Yeah. I was just going to mention that it's in his book. He tells a great story. And he was the new Japan champion at that point. Tony, yo, you brought up New Japan. Thoughts on the new belt? I like it. I like I it too. I like it a lot. Um, I think the rivets on the side. I don't know why they're curved. They seem out of line to me. Um, but there's definitely history behind it. Like I read up on it. The reason why it's in that shape is because they were combining the first belt, which had the elongated globe, and the second belt which looked like the crown on top. See, I hated the crown belt. I hated that crown belt. But it, but the only thing they kept was like the top portion. And then the yeah. bottom now, it looks more like a shield. So, and they're always good with that. And, and you know what? Surprisingly, you don't think about it much, but WWE, before they started doing the logo belts, would actually put some thought into their championships. Now, I, I think we talked about it on the show before, but... 
on the uh, undisputed belt, the one that Brock Lesnar, Hulk yep. Hogan, Triple H had, yep. um, all the way up to John Cena, I think, because JBL held it too. They call that the legacy belt because if you look at the side plates, it actually has the McMahon crest on them. Ooh. It has like the family motto and everything. Yeah. So like WWE will put effort. Well, they used to put effort into those, into the title belts around that time. So it doesn't surprise me at all that uh, a company like new Japan would want to keep some of the heritage of the championship. Now, uh, all Japan actually has done the same thing when they consolidated the triple crown championship into one belt. They used the main plate for one, and then the two side plates, like the immediate ones, were the shape of the other titles. So the main one, I th- it was one of the NWAs. It has like the shape like from the, the belt that Luthez used to wear. But then the other two immediate side plates are also shaped after the other championships, like the national championship and uh, right. the third one. So it's kind of cool. It's history. Yeah. I don't know why people... I mean, it's kind of funny. People are like, oh, it's the Divas title or like it's the Cody Rhodes neck tattoo and all this other shit, but nah. whatever. I'm with you. Uh, with just you. just for the if record. It, if it just said NJPW, people would shit on it. They'd be like, oh, it's a fucking logo belt too, you know, so whatever. Uh, just for the record, Collision in Korea, Scott Norton was was not the end. Uh, the oh, he WGP. wasn't? No, he didn't win that title till 2001. Wait, that much later? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he was NWO Japan at that point, I think. I remember him having that title on some on some fucking... Are you sure he wasn't champion when they had their... He, uh... was, he, was, he was IWGP champion when he was in the NWO. The first time he won it was September 23rd, 1998, when he beat Yuji Nagata. There you go. Yeah, he was on a WCW, like... Nitro. Okay. <sighs> yeah, he wore that belt. Yeah, but I th- wasn't he on a pay per view with that belt as well? Uh, he only it's had it for, he had it for four months uh, before he lost it to Muda, and then he won it again in March of two thousand one. But uh, he may have showed up, but he was not. Ninety five is when Collision in Korea happened, and he was not uh, an IWGP champion then. Oh, I didn't even realize that was the conversation. We were talking about whether or not he was the IWGP champion in ninety five. Oh, no chance. Then what pay-per-view am I thinking of that he came out with the belt? It was a WCW pay-per-view. Yeah, it was probably well, around. He was probably in the NWO at that point. If he <laughs> won, just give me a second. If he won it uh, September 23rd, 1998. So what's that? Halloween Havoc 98? Uh, Halloween Havoc 98 was the worst Halloween Havoc. It was Hogan Warrior, Goldberg, DDP, I think, right? They didn't have another co-branded pay-per-view with Japan around that time? In '98, no. I can. I mean, I'm not gonna say definitively no, but. Well, I guess my memory wasn't all great tonight. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't on the 1998 uh, Halloween Havoc. That was definitely the DDP Goldberg and the Warrior Hogan. Uh, And he was not at. I think it was DDP. uh, He was probably in World War Three, but I don't know if he wore the title out to that match. Oh, he was in the fucking World War Three match. No, then it wasn't that. They had it was probably a Nitro. Then I thought I remembered. No, he definitely. Tony, you're right. He wore the belt on WCW television. That's 100 percent factual. I just thought it was like a pay per view where he wrestled somebody and he had the belt. He, I don't know. He did the, wear it on Nitro once or twice, but it wasn't. Uh, like it was a thing. Like it was like, oh, you're the IWGP champion. We could have you. 
you know, rock it on TV, and then I just think it never happened because of the the NWO. Oh, people shortchange what like the NWO quote unquote B team in the states had such a tremendous impact in Japan. Like the NWO Japan was the NWO B team. You know, you add Muda, Tenzan, Chono, but it was essentially NWO Sting, Norton, occasionally Bagwell. Yeah, but NWO Sting made quite the name for himself in Japan too. Hundred percent. It's so the relationship WCW had with New Japan was so weird. Like they sent over like NWO Sting and like Buff Bagwell. Yeah. And you get like all these fucking names that came here. It was just so weird. Dude, I'm telling you, it was Norton. It was uh Chono, Muda, obviously. Uh 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 Bagwell occasionally. NWO Sting. It was literally the the B squad, and I'm putting air quotes on that because I thought that they were awesome and integral in the NWO, was huge in Japan. So, uh, so what it says here is Norton title Norton's title win was mentioned only once in America on a broadcast of Nitro while he was seen holding the belt, but Norton's standing in the WCW version of the NWO never changed from this fact, mostly due to the NWO's leader being Hollywood Hogan, who was the WCW World Heavyweight Champion. All right, well, that makes sense. So you only saw him with the belt once in a ring on a Nitro, and then never again because I guess they didn't want him to be... Upstaging uh, Hogan. Yes. Yeah, and you know what? That, that makes sense. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, Davey Richards is returning to the world of professional wrestling. I saw that. Oh, so that's pretty exciting. He hasn't wrestled since 2017 when he lost the CZW world title to Shane Strickland. Uh, so he is now making his return to Global Syndicate Wrestling. Uh, the event will be on Fight TV May 22nd. That's awesome. Listen, the, the wrestling business is better if Davey Richards is in it. I agree. I agree 100%. You know what the wrestling business is not doing any favors for? Tony, awesome. I I gotta ask you, Tony. What's what, that? what are what are we doing with this fucking Austin Idol clown? He's Tyrus's mouthpiece. I mean, I guess that's what we're doing with him. He's garbage. He's fucking hot garbage. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Velvet Sky is also quite the uh, delicious piece of hot garbage. She's terrible, terrible, terrible. Wow, that's that's. Well, strong. Here's the thing. Joe Galley's calling something exciting. And then Tim Storm will jump in and he'll fill in the gaps beautifully, I might add. And then she just goes, wow, she really got hit right there. Or not, not even like, wow, she really got hit right there. It's like, how do you come back from something like that? It's like, is this an ASMR video? Or are we fucking calling wrestling? What are we doing? And she repeats herself. She's not good. She's not good. Sorry. She sucks. Okay. Uh, that, Maya, that Maya, what's her name? Or Mae Valentine, her, her, her fucking gimmick name. She's getting better with the doubles, though. <laughs> and double So that, there's that. She's Brazilian, man. I get it. And double Who's Sal Renaro's partner, Tony? I wish I knew, Matt. I can't wait to find out. But your boy, fucking Aaron Stevens, is being kind of a dick to him, no? Aaron Stevens, like, I'm going to start taking this business seriously. And Salvador was like, what happened? You never called me back. And he's like, 
Oh, well, you know, you kind of need a partner, don't you? Or, I mean, um, would you look at Salvinar? Would you take him seriously? Looks like a four-year-old fucking did his hair. He's a fucking nutbag. You know he's going to bring in? He's going to fucking bring in Marco Stunt so they can both get fucking moved. Ugh, a pass. Hard pass on Marco Stunt. How'd you feel about Odin and Paro taking on uh, the newly acquired uh, Strictly Business team, Chris Adonis and Thomas Latimer? Um, I kind of like Paro standing there by himself with that goofy gear is kind of like, eh, but Paro with fucking Odin? Odin's a fucking hoss, boy. He's a big motherfucker. They move. The two of them together, like, Paro is definitely motivated by being in this tag team. He was fucking quick. They were beating the shit out of people. It was fucking good stuff. I liked the match. And here's the weird thing, right? So, like, fucking your boy Kyle Davis fucking announces him as, like, part of Strictly Business, but nobody actually ever came out and said that he was part of Strictly Business. Why is he my boy? Yeah, Because he's your boy. You always no. remember his name. I don't remember yeah. his name. Oh, he's my boy because I remember his name. It's better than I do. I don't fucking know his name. No. You know what you need to do? Take Symphony of Destruction match out of your brain and plug in Kyle Davis's name. Uh, newsflash. I don't really give a fuck about Kyle Davis. Newsflash. You shouldn't give a fuck about a Symphony of Destruction match. I do because it's fucking Megadeth. That's why. The song is Megadeth. The match was not Megadeth. It was fucking Megadeth watching it. You didn't fucking see it. You're right. There's a reason I didn't watch it because it's garbage. Garbaggio. Um, what about yeah, so this? Like, what about this Taryn Terrell? What is she half half a sped? Why? She, how dare you interrupt and upset Thunder Rosa? She's a she's a fucking idiot. You I looking mean, to get your fucking ass beat? Seriously. So I don't understand that. And Melina keeps coming back trying to weasel her away when Thunder Rosa and Thunder Rosa's got no, wants nothing to fucking do with it. Right. Is this the week when they had that 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 tag match between the ladies? No, that was oh, last God. week. So who wrestled this week? She oh Rosa came out. Because fucking Camille, Camille got, got involved, involved. Yep. in the Strictly Business match. And Rosa was giving her shit. Big Camille fan. Oh, huge Camille fan. She's only been getting better. She's still got a ways to go, but she's only getting better. I've been uh, What did you, uh, what's the story with this, this, uh, what is the, what is Crimson and Jack Danes called? The War Machine? The War, War? Yeah, um. And they lost a slice boogie and Mims, right? They sure did. Because uh, one of them was taking a fucking nap outside the ring. Interesting storyline, is it not? I mean, come on. Yeah, Jax well. Dane was, Jax Dane, former NWA world champion, got knocked out. Nobody fucking came to check on him. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Hey, who's, checking on, who's checking on a guy during a match? He was knocked out. And they were like, oh, I think he might really be hurt. Oh, wait, legit hurt? Okay. Right, no, no, it was part of the story. I don't know what's going on. I don't watch NWA Power. You should. No. It's a great watch. Slice Boogie's good. Mims is good. Slice Boogie got to get some better fucking tights, dude. It's not even a Mets thing. It's like they look like he, he looks like he's wearing fucking pajamas, dude. Like, what the fuck is that? Matt, you went back to the couch. Yeah. The entire night. Yeah, I've been here all night, Kev. Uh, no, I'm aware. But you're slouching again. I'm just lounging. I'm lounging. Uh, Tony. What's a, how dare your booger eating guy throw out challenges than they called us? Fuck him, dude. If we're, if we're getting Trevor Murdoch versus Nick Aldis, I'm fucking down. That's going to be an awesome match. This guy's a moron. All right. He fucking got all. Yes. Yes. He's not. a Look, this 
this isn't fucking the 18th century. There's no chivalry. You're not a fucking tough guy. He got his shit kicked what? in last week by Chris Adonis. He had neck problems. He's like, I'm a fighting champion. I'm going to go out there and defend my championship and eat my boogers. And then fucking he went out there and Chris Adonis mopped the fucking floor with him. And now he's coming back. Hey, Nick Aldis, I eat my boogers and I'm a fucking champion. Look at me, birder, birder. Somebody's got to take Nick Aldis down a peg. If anybody could do it, it's going to be Trevor Murdoch. If anyone can do it, it's Tim Storm. It's not this fucking hillbilly. So how do you work Tim Storm back into the title picture? Nick Aldis sat on commentary with him and talked shit to him two weeks ago. Yes, but last time they wrestled, Tim Storm said, if I can't win the title, I'm I'm never going to get a title. That was the stipulation. He's never going to get another NWA world title match. Things change, Tony. I understand, but how do you get from point A to point B? You think Nick Aldis is just going to be like, yeah, get a title match? Nick Aldis says, I'll give you a title match if you put your career on the line. Ooh, title versus career. Right, because we got this idiot Austin Idol running around saying he represents. Here's what I don't understand, Tony, and you weren't here last week, and I uh, pontificated here with good old Kevin. This idiot, Austin Idol, he's running around. He represents Nick Aldis, which is fucking still... No one's explained this fucking nonsense to me, right? Does he? That's what he said at the fucking pay-per-view. That's what he said at the first power. He represents Nick Aldis. He's my client. I'm his manager. He made it to the top because of me. He said it during the fucking Aaron Stevens match, right? Then he comes out last week for fucking dumb Tyrus's match. And then he's going, oh, this is the manster, you fucking hand job. He's only been out with Tyrus, though, twice. He hasn't been. Right. Well, he said he was Tyrus's client, too. And he's going after uh, Nick Aldis. And Joe Galley's like, what? I thought you were the manager of Nick Aldis. Who knows? I don't like this Austin Idol. I I want him on the show and I want to tell him he's a fucking hand job. You want want to put up with that for 45 minutes? 45 minutes. I'd hang up on him after five. No, you wouldn't. You fucking give Scotty Riggs on for six hours. You're going to fucking... I don't have a problem with Scotty Riggs. I hate this Austin Idol. He's always bringing this big goof Tyrus around, staring down fucking the Pope. How'd you like the Pope and Fred Rossier? Good match. I like... I, dude, I like the Pope. Fred Rosser needs a fucking personality transplant. Something's got to happen with him. Whoa. He's got all the tools there, and there's something that's holding him back. But I'm all down with the Pope, man. I love... Pope's already got three under his belt for the lucky seven. You think he's going to run into uh, fucking fucking fat tits over here? Who? Fucking fat tits Magoo, Tyrus. Look, he's he's technically capable, but he's not in shape. And I don't know. I'm not on the Tyrus bandwagon yet. I'm just not. What do we got next tomorrow? What is it? Power surge? What is this? I have no idea. What's power surge? You're the fucking NWA guy. Dude, I was on vacation last week. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. You don't give a fuck. You sent me four pages worth of fucking predictions. You don't give a fuck. You want to chime in the whole show. Look, I have to prioritize, man. That's the way it goes. I'll watch tomorrow, and I'll let you know what happened next week. All right, well, you let me know if it's NWA Power or NWA Power or Surge. Maybe they're going to be drinking Surge during the matches. Maybe, Maybe Teddy Hart getting shooed away from fucking other promotions, found himself a job, and he's going to be installing uh, energy drink machines in the posts of the ring. Good for good for those people shooing, uh, shooing Teddy Hart. I don't know. I thought I heard something. Yeah, Somebody he showed up at a show, and they wouldn't let him in the locker room. Because he's a fucking dirtbag. He's, yeah, he's a scummy. I heard he was at ringside, though. They like He was in the building anyway. 
I, I know he was at WrestleMania. Oh. Uh, did you see the the Jimmy Lloyd thing? No. He was in like the first row of WrestleMania and a GCW shirt on, and they oh, came out okay. and they gave him the yeah, Hurt yeah, Business yeah. And T-shirt, they gave him a Hurt Locker shirt. Yeah, I know. That's pretty funny. Uh, Kevin, breaking news! Yep. It looks like they're gonna they're teasing dissension with Miz and Morrison. Yeah, All right. the, the guest sure. for Miz TV is Maurice this week, and Mar- and Johnny Morrison. He has no idea why. Hey, here's what uh, what I think. Did you see the uh, NXT tease of Frankie Monet? Which oh. I think is going to be. I think it's obvious now that it's going to be John Morrison's wife, Taya Valkyrie. Yes, yes. I had that so, in my notes last week. We didn't talk about it. Well, I, didn't, I had no clue that that was even going to be a thing last week. I just realized it watching the, uh, the little dog running around and and that this week. So, wait. So, wait. They're going to they're gonna break up Morrison and Miz? Is that what you're, is that what you're saying? Uh, it seems like that's the the story they're trying to tell here. It looks like a little dissension, and now it looks like uh, the Miz and the Morrison were taking on Damian Priest in a handicap match. I don't like it. They're much better together. I mean, Miz, this is tough, actually. Miz is better by himself, but they're better together than in 2021, Morrison should not be without Miz. And that stinks to say, but Morrison should be with Miz and Miz should be with Morrison. That's a that's a marriage, bro. Uh, it looked like they set up Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax for making fun of Mandy Rose for slipping and falling during her entrance. Uh, Rose jumped in and Jax told Baszler she could handle this alone. Baszler left and Rose and Dana Brooks attacked Nia Jax and left her laying. So it looks like Dana Brooke and uh, Mandy Rose will be challenging for the women's tag titles. Uh, It also looks like Alexa did a promo, and she has become powerful enough on her own that she does not need Bray Wyatt anymore. She also has a new friend named Lily. It is a puppet with pigtails. Strong pass. Strong pass indeed. Where did T-Don go? I don't know. But he's a, he's a champion, apparently. Champion. Champion. Right. Where did cheese go? I don't know. We don't know, Matt. We just don't know. It's a mystery. Oh, there he is. Breaking it down hard. Oh, look at, look at Tony. I don't know. Sorry, I had to go take care of something. Where did it's okay. Guys, if you're not watching us on Facebook, then you're just, you're just missing out. Missing out. Missing out, dude. Seriously. Uh, is there anything else you guys uh, want to talk about this fine Monday evening? Uh, hmm. 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 Uh, oh, yes. Oh, Congratulations boy. are in order to the winner of the Valet 32 tournament. I didn't want to do a special episode this week because I figured there was only one result to cover. But at the end of the day, your number one Mm. who has been consistently defeating opponents throughout the entire tournament, the sensational one, the queen, Sherry Martell, defeats the number five seed Lita in the finals. Your winner and your Valet 32 champion, Sherry Martell. Tony, this was... 
Tony, this was probably the best idea you've ever had, by the way. 57% of the vote she had to Lita's 43%. And Lita... Close. Lita actually won. Lita beat two number one seeds to get to the final, by the way. And who were those? And she beat Elizabeth in the final four. Now, she only made it this far because in the Sweet 16, she beat woman by one vote. One vote. She had a tie on Twitter, and that one vote came from Facebook. Statistically, they were at 50% each, but that one vote pushed Lita through. And had Lita not gone through, who knows if the result would have been different, but Lita falls in the final to Sherry Martell. So so who did Lita, who was Lita's opponent before Sherry? Lita faced off against Elizabeth in the finals, in the final four. All right, so that's a semifinal. All right, yeah, Lita should have beat Elizabeth. Oh, Lita fucking Lita annihilated Elizabeth. Water. I mean, all due respect to Elizabeth, she's the first lady for a reason, but Lita had a much, 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 much better career. Valet-wise. And wrestling-wise, obviously, because Elizabeth didn't really wrestle. So, boom. I don't think you could have gone wrong with either. As the winner, but Sherry Martell coming out on top. Uh, I think she won only because Lita did not retweet the final matchup. Completely possible, (laughs) but out of our hands, it is what it is. Ah, another tournament in the books. Here, Kev, I'll I'll give you the stats on our our two finalists. Uh, All right. So, in the sensation region, uh, Sherry defeated the number eight seeded Maurice, 87 to 13%. She beat the number five seed, Trish Stratus, 76 to 24%. Yep. She beat Terry Runnels, the number three seed, 77 to 23%. Yeah. And she beat Sunny, the number one seed from the original Diva region, 76 to 24%. <sighs> so she's been consistent all the way across yeah. the board. Lita, uh, number five seed in the Fallen Angel region, uh, beat the number four seeded China, 52 to 48. And that was a split vote. Lita won Twitter and lost Facebook. Okay. She beat woman 50 to 50 by one vote, uh, the number one seed. She beat the number two seed, Missy Hyatt, with 84% of the vote, and then beat Elizabeth, the number one seed, with 76% of the vote. So I mean, if, it wasn't, if it wasn't for the fact that she beat woman by one vote, who knows how this tournament would have played out. But once she made it to, that, to, the, to the round of eight, she was on fire. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You can't deny what she's done as like everyone said, you might think that she's, she definitely had more success as a wrestler than as a manager, but her with the Hardys is just like, and, and if you want to go back further for the, the bigger fans, like, you know, ECW and, and with SA Rios, but it was her and the Hardys that got her there. And it was obviously her retweeting it too. Obviously we're not going to, you know, play, play silly heads here. She also managed world champion edge. Oh God! Yeah, duh, absolutely, hundred percent. Run with Edge, who who's currently on his uh, comeback of a lifetime. So, yeah, that's a big part. There you go, Matt. What else we got? We got that's, anything else? That's all I got, buddy. Fuck, we're wrapping up on a fucking good time tonight. I like it. That's it. We'll be back uh, next week. It is Tony's appreciation show. Uh, so we already have a couple guests booked. Uh, guests? What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because me and Kevin don't want to fucking give you kudos for three hours. I don't want to talk to you. 
But now all these people are going to be giving me kudos as well? Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. Maybe some granola bars, maybe some Twix. Who knows? Ooh, I like the way you think, KJG. Love you. Hey, dude. That's all I got. Uh, Next week, Tony Appreciation Show. The week after that. uh, Oh, no. Never mind. Disregard. You're good. What? Wait, 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 what happened? Do we lose something? No, I didn't have the right information in front of me, and I don't want to pull it up on this computer because it's doing everything, so I don't want it to crash. Oh, right, well, why don't I just plug some comedy then? So how do, do I do that? So June 25th, 26th, and 27th, Atlantic City, baby. KJG performing with uh, an association with Boardwalk Buds. I'm not a fan of the marijuana, but hey, if they're going to smoke it, go for it. I'm not. Uh, shows the showboat in Atlantic City. And then, actually, before that, June 18th, the OSPAC. It's a performing arts center in West Orange, New Jersey. I'll be there banging them out. And, uh, and who knows what else is going to pop up. So uh, follow me, at Shining Wizards Kevin on Instagram, at Kevin Garifo on Twitter. <laughs> Beautiful. Tony, you got anything? I just want to say I am looking forward to next week's show. I'm going to watch some power this week. I might catch up on a little NXT, but I can't wait. Let the celebration begin. A celebration of me. That's right. Tony's celebration next week is going to start at about 6.45, so be sure to tune in on The Rant, rantiumradio.com, or join us at the Facebook, facebook.com slash wizardspodcast, at wizardspodcast on all forms of social media. Follow support retweet share our episodes be sure to rate and review on any podcast uh, platforms where you listen uh nelly is here special thanks to dave lagreca for joining us tonight and a very special thanks for thunder rosa to call in and uh, bust dave's balls uh mission pro wrestling may 1st uh dave is taking an unfortunate trip down to buddha texas where he's gonna get the shit smacked out of him uh, and you can see all that uh, if you go and order the pay-per-view at titlematchnetwork.com. Uh, we'll be back next week with another fun-filled episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Goodbye and good night. Bang. Good night, Gracie. It's so good. <laughs>